In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey.
always say, say, know the bills gotta be paid, paid, to the booty club anyway, anyway, and to his old lady, say, Welcome to an all-new episode of So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. This is your buddy Ryan. We're coming at you on a Tuesday, Tuesday the 27th, and we've got a brand new episode. We're doing the Pop Culture Roundup today. I have special guest Annabelle DeSisto, who just did the Home Alone recaps with me last week. But we talk about pop culture stories today, and it actually is pretty damn funny. Remember, there are timestamps if, if you want to skip right to uh, that right now. But I'm going to do a couple of pop culture stories before we get to that point, because we barely got to cover anything. And there's a couple things I got to talk to you about. I'm a little quieter than usual because I'm in a tiny house with my parents live in a, I mean, a nice house, but it's tiny. And they all went to sleep because my mom's got a big doctor's appointment tomorrow. So, and man, I got to tell you, it is just, it has just been crazy. I'm trying to make this, I, I got my mom a bunch of gifts for Christmas. I, I really went overboard on her this year. Um, uh, I got her this Polaroid um, frame that will like, you know, you can put a bunch of pictures in it, digital pictures, but it was like, I I didn't realize you needed a thumb drive to transfer the pictures. So I'm such a, I'm so horrible. Are you guys like this or you're horrible at tech? I, I was just like running all over and I'm trying to finish this um, so she can have it by her at all times. It's just photos of me. It's just, it's just sexy photos of me. <laughs> When she's going through her treatment, it's just me in bathing suits. <laughs> just at different ages. I think it'll be a great inspiration too. No, it's been weird. I've been going through all of these family photos and stuff to try to make this thing. And it's just crazy. I've been... Anyways, sorry if I'm a little off. I've been a little off all month, you guys, just to be honest with you. And hopefully I'm going to break out of that soon. But hopefully 
you haven't noticed that much and you've still gotten tons of laughs, which is what we're here to do because there's so many things to laugh about. And especially if you're ever feeling down, it's good to laugh. It's good to know that there are still things that we can laugh about, we can joke about, we can commune together. And we love this stuff. We love pop culture. We love reality shows. And I always say, don't make fun of each other. Let's make fun of celebrities. Let's make fun of reality stars. And also let's give them praise and homage and all of this stuff. Oh my God, you guys, let's just get into it. Did you see that Brandy Glanville goes, oh my God, I got the best gift for Christmas. And she opened her hand and it was a big diamond. And she's alluding to a lot. She also like with that, and she did a page six interview where she said she owes Andy Cohen a lot of things. So she is doing a really bad job at hiding the fact that I think she might've got offered a contract for another season. And listen, I like Brandy. She's fine on girls trip. She stirs it up. I just hope, my hope, and I don't know if you guys are with me or if you're just like, cool, Brandy's back. I just hope she has something to bring to the table. You know, the Denise Richards stuff, remember when she was on that season where she was kind of like in and out and she was just like, yeah, me and Denise hooked up. That was, you know, it was what it was. But I hope, I mean, I guess I would be interested to see Brandy date again. I would be interested I'm trying to think what I would be interested in. She just made the news recently because she brought up in that same page six interview that Eddie Cibrian supposedly cheated on her with Piper Perabu, the lead actor from Coyote Ugly, that classic, that old chestnut. Um, and then Eddie Cibrian says that is not true. And now it's going to be very awkward at the Christmas dinner table. <laughs> Because I don't know why, but I guess they all have Christmas dinner together because they have two sons together. So I'm really curious. I'm curious what I, this is why the further I get into this stuff, don't you want to know what goes on behind the scenes? I want to know what conversations are had. Like, I want to know in their heads what they think they can get. Like in their heads, like what excitement that we already don't know about Brandy is going to be revealed. What is it? What do you, th you know, what is it? I don't know. And we are also, I think Kathy is still on the fence, even though Kathy, I think, has made minor amends with Lisa Rinna, from what I'm hearing. I, I, uh, I've been on TikTok too much over the holiday break, which I think we all have, but I, I, I don't follow her, but Amelia Bedelia, um, you know, the, the Rinna daughter, there's Amelia Bedelia, and then there's not, a, not Amelia, the other one. And, Amelia Bedelia put Lisa Rinna on her TikTok and made her try on these fashion clothes. And I don't know, it just, oh man, like even if, even if Lisa Rinna doesn't, isn't on this season, next season of Beverly Hills, which I'm pretty sure she's going to be, I, it's nice to know that I'm still annoyed with her and like, I'll just see her on a TikTok and I immediately, I just made like a, oh, you know, like when you like a shiver down your spine, you're like, oh, I saw a ghost. Um, <laughs> So we'll see. But supposedly, they're going to start uh, filming, I believe, at the end of January, early February. So we should be hearing more and more about that, uh, I hope, soon as possible. Now, today, we talk a little bit about the Kardashian holiday party that was this past Saturday. Me and Annabelle talk about that. But they just released a photo. And the photo, you guys... <laughs> This is my glass onion. This is my Da Vinci code. You've got to go to my Instagram and see this photo that they posted of all, supposedly of all of them at the holiday party. <laughs> I just don't understand what's going on anymore. I, the, 
I would bet dollars to donuts that they weren't even in the same room. They're all looking in different directions. Like it looks like the worst cast photo of a Marvel movie you've ever seen. Like if it's, if the Avengers were all dumb, yeah, they're just all looking. It's like each one, you know, like how they have like those kid photographers where they'll be like, look over here, look over here. And they'll do little dolls like, Hey, here, here's Grover. Look at Grover. And it'll make the baby smile. It looks like each Kardashian had a Wrangler and they were all going different directions. So each one, of, and Courtney is right dead center in the middle. And she is giving what looks to me like one of the deadliest stares. I, I mean, she, like I looked at this and it felt like Courtney was looking into my soul. I was like, Oh my God, is Courtney mad at me? <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, I don't even know Courtney. I think he's mad at me. <laughs> she looks like she so doesn't want to be there. And from what we're all hearing is that her and Kim are in a major fight right now. And it doesn't look to be ending anytime soon. So I want you to go look at this holiday thing. But it is funny. We talk about like Sia was the musical guest at this holiday party. But I don't know. This year it's weird. It just the the decorations. It was at, it was at Courtney's house. And it seemed kind of like weirdly gothic and Game of Thrones, even though there was red everywhere. It seemed a little scary. I don't know if the, you guys got that vibe at all. And I don't know. Like, I don't know if it's like... Part of it's I'm a grown man and I probably shouldn't care as much about these things. But I remember seeing their holiday parties in the past and going, oh, that looks fun. Remember that one a couple years ago where they had like fake snow and Paris Hilton came and they were like going down. Like it just seemed so much lighter. This seems heavier. And to that end, we talk about the podcast that Kim Kardashian was on this week, which I recommend you listen to. There's like 10 good minutes in there. There's a lot of the same shit we always hear from Kim, but a lot of it is very interesting because you're just like, when it just, I just can't even imagine how you begin to live her life. So I have a lot of empathy for Kim, but at the same time, we talk a lot about there's especially one clip that I'm going to put in the actual episode that she talks about, you know keeping her children away from, and she doesn't say him by name, but from, I think the situation with Kanye and stuff like that. And she's, she, it's a very controlled environment for those kids. And she says, you know, one day these kids are going to thank me. And in a way, I totally see what she thinks she's doing. And I, you know, listen, I'm not a parent and I can't imagine how scary it is to be in charge of children. It's scary to be in charge of myself, but at the same time, I'm listening to this going like, man, this seems like it could explode at any moment. Kids find out kids find out things just randomly. And she's like, well, no, I know the teachers at their school. It, I mean, it feels like we point out that it almost seems like these kids are living kind of a Truman Show existence where she's like, yeah, I want to be able to put their dad's music on in the car and we all sing along happily. They don't know. Like, then I'll go and do my business and text and do whatever I need to away from them, which is totally cool. But I think there is something when you're doing that good at hiding something so bad and what he's done lately has been so bad. I think that's amazing in some ways. And in some ways, I think is going to end up causing a problem down the line. I'm really trying not to be mean about this because I, I, I really know that I don't have children. But this is also different than 
even anybody having children, when you're at that level of fame, when you're already that level of security around you at all times, when North goes out, even when we saw on the Hulu show, North was over at the Balenciaga show and she was getting screamed at by the paparazzi and she found it really exciting because her friend was with her. But she's used to that. She's no, That's normalized to her. We also, of course, have a huge conversation about Nepo babies and the Vulture article that started a big war between... <laughs> Nepo babies and us regular babies that uh, came out last week, which I all recommend you reading if you haven't. We talk a little bit about that, but I have a feeling I'll be talking about Nepo babies for a long time to come. You know what I got to watch this week, you guys? Um, I did. I watched Glass Onion, the Knives Out sequel. If you didn't see Knives Out, it was an excellent movie directed by Rian Johnson, starring Daniel Craig. But this one is a new murder mystery, and it premiered on Netflix. Uh, a couple days ago, and it is really good. It is really funny, really enjoyable. Acting is stellar. You got Kate Hudson, Edward Norton. Uh, you got a you know just a, a Janelle Monet kills it. I mean, so Daniel Craig's back. It is just really entertaining, and I got really into it. And I forgot how refreshing it is just to have a movie that you kind of just get into, and it's funny. It kind of keeps you thinking and guessing, and I don't know. I really, really enjoyed it, you know. Or it just hit me at the right time. You got to see the right thing at the right time, right? Um, listen, we're on day what a day five since Heather Gay's uh, black eye. I'm I'm beginning to care less and less with each day. Of course, we'll be doing Salt Lake recaps on Wednesday this week, where I'll go fully into all of my anger. I hope you enjoyed the Bravo docket today our very special Jen Shaw episode. But uh, I don't know, like it just really, I guess I'm a person and I don't know if this makes me weird. I kind of just want to know things. Like I want to know why something happened. You know what I'm saying? And it seems like reality shows this year ain't doing it for us. Me and Annabelle also going to go on a tirade of like, how dare they not put cameras everywhere? How dare there be anything left to mystery? You know, I'll watch Glass Onion if I want a mystery. I don't want mysteries with my reality shows. I want you to show me and tell me. I do not want to I do not want to sit for a week wondering why Heather Gay got a black eye. I do not want to wait for her to reveal it in her book. I just want somebody to just tell me this is how it happened. And I go, cool. I can put that to bed for tonight. Um, let's see. What else do we have to talk about? Uh, we talk about prison holiday food today. Some of these celebrity uh, people in prison, they got pretty good holiday meals. So we talk about that. Um, also, the New Jersey trailer, Real Housewives of New Jersey trailer came out uh, this past week. And what do we think? First off, they started with a slowed down, uh, different version version of Olivia Newton-John's magic, you know, have to believe we are magic. I think it's from the Xanadu soundtrack. I could be wrong, but I thought it was a great homage to Olivia Newton-John who passed away this year. So I thought it started really cool. And we see Teresa getting ready for her wedding day, but we also, and I got to tell you, man, Joe, Joey Gorga is literally one of the top five housewives for me. He is one of my favorite housewives of all time. He is he really he really does more than most housewives do. He is in all the action, dude. Him and Louie are fighting, which re reminded me of remember that one season when him and uh 
Joe Giudici went after it and they like, they like, they ran at each other like bulls. And then some of Joey's fake hair tan spray came off on Joe Giudici. And he was like, what the fuck is this? And it was Joe's like hair. (laughs) But Joey gets very upset many times. So listen, I love Jersey. You know, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there day one. I'm going to be watching the shit out of that thing. I you I'm gonna I'm gonna watch that thing with two hands tied behind my back. I'm gonna watch that thing like a pro. But if I'm gonna be a Debbie Downer, if I'm gonna be a devil's advocate, I will say sometimes maybe the Joey Melissa Teresa storyline is gonna be played out after this season. I beg of you guys to play it out after this season. Let's stop. Let's stop. We get it. There's always going to be tension between that, but it's just like we need to move past this. The new housewives look great, by the way, very Jersey, but I don't know. I'm excited. Also, I, you know, I got to say we see Jackie a couple times in the trailer, but she, I think is a friend of this season. She's not in the main cast photo. And that bums me out because I thought she was very honest last season with her uh, eating disorder. And I thought that was really uh, a really decent storyline. And especially with her and Evan. So I'm kind of bummed that they didn't uh, make her a main player this season, but I'm kind of really excited to see what they do have. And of course it all leads up to the wedding. Now, speaking of that, um, this kind of, Page six, and listen, I don't know if this is necessarily them putting out a press release because I don't think they did uh, necessarily, but I do believe that Teresa and I believe any housewife, listen, we talked about this yesterday about the court papers, the court documents. In those court filings, they had receipts from Gucci, they showed pictures of Jen Shaw's closet, you know, the IRS, the Federal Trade Commission, they were all involved. And it was all talking about this lady spending this misappropriated funds for all of these baubles. And then today, of course, wouldn't you guess it, is that page six puts out this headline and it says, Louis uh, Ruelas, who is Teresa's husband, gifts Teresa Giudici's four daughters $12,500 Cartier bracelets. And it has a picture with all of them. Okay, listen. <laughs> my niece and nephew got my gifts this this uh, year from the dollar store, which I, I dude, dude, game respects game. I see what they're doing. I usually do that to my uncles too. You, you want to keep costs low when you're a kid. I get it. But this thing about like you bought that you spent $50,000 on Cartier bracelets for the four daughters. And listen, I'm not saying if you're wealthy, if all that great, spend it. But I was always taught, do not flaunt your wealth. I also don't have wealth. So that was always easy for me to follow. But I would think, especially after Teresa went to prison for, you know, falsifying tax returns, all of these things, that money would be a very sensitive issue that you would watch, you know, you would be overly cautious, overly cautious, right? And I would hate, I would hate if shit like this came out of like, oh man, because you don't want to be on anybody's radar, you know? You don't want to be on the government's radar. And I feel like, and we've said this now many times, we've joked about it, that there's got to be a special division of the FBI and the IRS that is just for housewives. Like, I just I just picture there's a guy, some guy named like Randy back in a back office looking at page six going, okay, I'm going to clip this out. This is going to be a keeper for me to keep in my Teresa file. Like, 
dude, we don't really, like, didn't Louis just lose his job according to the reunion last season? Like, this shit worries me. And it's not me coming down on it. Like, spend your money how you want to spend your money. Just be careful if you are in the public eye. Because I feel like they do, they're very hyper aware about housewives. Especially after Erica Jane and Tom Girardi. Especially after, like, come on. Like, I would be very, very careful. And hopefully they are. I know I'm just worrying, but come on. They've given us reason to worry. This is what I always say. And I'm like, oof. So I saw that and I just immediately was like, no, please don't do stuff like this. Um, Also, this is great news. I believe this is great news. But Tory Lanez was found guilty on Friday in the Megan the Stallion case in that he did brandish a firearm, uh, shot at her saying dance bitch and uh, shrapnel hit her foot in like three or four different places. Um, and this case was mired in controversy because a lot of people changed their stories. Uh, Tory Lanez supposedly, you know, allegedly paid off Megan the Stallion's assistant and she changed her tune. Megan the Stallion's bodyguard that was there that night mysteriously disappeared before testifying all of these things. And he was found guilty. He was found guilty. He was remanded into custody. And uh, I believe his sentencing will be in sometime in late January, but he will be remaining in jail until that time. Um, And now that is very sad for his family and his son. And he was bringing his six-year-old son to court. And I just thought that was just such a horrible, horrible parenting move that really kind of Mm, you know, I talked about that last week, but also then his dad was just making a huge scene out, out, out of the courthouse and just like, how dare this and God, this and God, that. And listen, this, this, the plain fact of the matter is your son shouldn't have been brandishing a firearm when he was wasted and he shouldn't be shooting at anybody, regardless of who they are, whether it's Megan, the stallion or some just regular Joe off the street. These things shouldn't be done. And yeah, like it is a horrible injustice for anybody to go to jail, but there is a reason why this happened. And also the amount of vitriol and hate that was spewed towards Megan the Stallion because of our stupid internet and social media and just toxic masculinity thrown her way of like, of course a woman would lie, of course. And it's like, yeah, but also Tory Lanez had a gun and he was shooting at people. Like, Listen, man, like sometimes the obvious answer is the right one. Sometimes the answer that like, I feel like Megan the Stallion went out of the way. This is probably going to hurt her career as well. And she went out of the way of like, no, it's important. You cannot shoot a gun at me and hit my foot and get away with it. It's important for women to tell their stories. And it's important for women to be comfortable enough to tell their stories. I mean, I, I, I don't. I feel like it's 20, it's almost 2023 and we're still having the same stupid debate. And it's like the weirdest debate ever. Cause it's like, don't do bad shit to people and you won't be going to jail. But also then the answer is when you do bad shit, then try to cloud other people's opinions and make it like that. The girl you shot at is the real liar. And that's just gotta be incredible, hurtful, incredibly hurtful, no matter who it is. And this is a celebrity. And I just thought, what a weird society that we live in, that it's easier for some people to make Megan the Stallion the victim when she was actually, I mean, sorry, Megan the Stallion the villain when she was actually the victim. I mean, listen, Tory Lanez wasn't shot in his foot. Megan the Stallion wasn't brandishing an arm going dance bitch to, to Tory Lanez. And, and listen, I get fandom. I get like, oh, I'm sorry if Tory Lanez is your favorite rapper of all time. 
But also, wouldn't that be like, man, my favorite rapper of all time seems like a potentially horrible person when he drinks and carries a firearm. So I was very ecstatic to see that uh, that verdict. And I thought Megan the Stallion was very bright. By the way, do we call her Megan the Stallion in court? Is it like Miss the Stallion? Like, I always wonder about these names. Like, do we call the baby Mr. Baby and his first name's Duh? Like, is Duh here today? Um, okay. Uh, also, I, I brought this up earlier about the Kardashian holiday parties, but I do want to point out that Chris seemed to be missing. The other weird part of that photo was that it, the rumors were crazy because it seemed like Chris was missing from most of the photos. So, uh, I mean, was Chris there? Can anybody give me proof that Chris was there besides this weird Photoshop picture? If you can, email me at so bad it's good with Ryan Bailey at gmail.com. Oh, also, you guys, I have two cameos to do tomorrow. So if you are those people who are listening, they're coming at you tomorrow. Also, I'm sorry about Bill and Becky Bailey not being able to be on the podcast this week. Um, it's just, it's been a little bit of a difficult week in some fashion, and I just don't want to push my mom. Um, it's just been a different, it's been a different vibe this week. And she was, she did pop into some people's cameos. And so that was exciting. Maybe I'll try to get her to say a quick hello tomorrow, um, if possible, but I don't know, but just know that anybody that has, uh, there's been so many people that have, uh, wished my family, uh, happy holidays and wish my mom, um, you know, good luck on everything. And I got to say, she knows that. And it really makes, really makes her feel good. So thank you to everybody that did that. Um, okay. So I do want to talk a couple more things. Dumois, who I, I adore Dumois. Uh, did you guys, any of you guys get her book for Christmas? Anon, please. I loved it. Uh, but listen, I'm a 13 year old girl. So who knows? This was posted on, uh, Dumois. And the subject is pillows and tea and the messages. And remember, Dumois has a lot of blind items, celebrity gossip. So it's like totally up my alley. The message reads this. Okay, so I went to the live Pillows and Beer podcast back in March 2022. Now, Pillows and Beer is Craig and Austin's podcast. Uh, the boys had just finished up filming Winter House and were quite drunk throughout the show. Okay, well. That's one of their greatest hits. It's like when Elton John sings Rocket Man in concert. A fan asked about the upcoming season of Winter House, and Craig went on a tangent and threw Austin fully under the bus, saying that Austin kept getting drunk and was on Ambien, but he would go into people's rooms at night and tell stories, most of which aren't true, but got the whole house going. Now this all makes sense with the Lindsay drama, but that wasn't all. Craig was saying that he hates filming the Summer House and Winter House shows because the producers all favor the Summer House cast members and purposely put the Southern Charm boys in bad situations. <laughs> I love how, isn't it great, human psychology, where we all make reasons why things are happening. Oh my God, it's because they love those Summer House boys so much. Like, I love that people can't just like, Craig, listen, man. You just had a bad season and you were a jerk and like we're throwing money around like a pillow king. Like sometimes it can just be you had a bad month, man. It doesn't have to be some kind of vendetta against the Southern Charm Boys. 
He was fully blaming them and said, when we watch the show to remember that, seems to me they were trying to cover up their poor behavior. Craig swore up and down that he would never film again on Summer House, but surprise, surprise, once Summer rolled around, he was filming. He was saying the cast members are all trash. Also, a fan asked about Kristen Cavallari, and they made it seem like they legally couldn't talk about her. Ooh. Man, if Kristen Cavallari threw out an NDA, oh, I would love that. Or throw out some kind of legal, oof, wouldn't that be amazing if you saw Kristen Cavallari? Now, that's my next Tory Lanez, Megan Thee Stallion, Craig against Kristen Cavallari. But also, this is funny because they said they were wildly drunk. When you're wildly drunk, and especially if you're Craig and Austin when you're wildly drunk, you say wild things. Uh, we talk about Justin Bieber is making a deal to sell his music for $200 million which I find so weird. Why do it this soon in your career? Now, this is sad. And like you said, these are blind items. These are to be taken with a grain of salt. Anybody can put in anything to Demois, and she puts that on her thing. So take all of this with a grain of uh, salt. But she got a message that Justin Timberlake was spotted on December 21st at his restaurant, the 1230 Club in Nashville, which, by the way, I've been to that club in Nashville a couple of years ago. Um, seated in the back of the upstairs lounge, he is dressed down and was clearly drunk, chatting it up and getting cozy with a college-aged blonde girl and her three friends. Ironically, the one that was sitting in his lap was wearing a Britney Spears shirt. He bought the whole table drinks. Ooh, I like that one because it ended with like a nice, but he did pick up a lot of drinks. <laughs> he did. Pay. Could you imagine Justin Timberlake sits down with you and he doesn't pay for drinks and he keeps ordering top shelf liquor? He's like, could I get a double? Could I get a double kettle one, please? Or double Grey Goose? Um, I don't know, man. I hope Justin Timberlake doesn't. Maybe he has an arrangement. I don't know. I'm so confused with these arrangements. And I wish if they did have an arrangement and you're a celebrity, you're forced to tell the public just so we don't have to deal with this bullshit about like always like I spotted her. Like, no, if we know they have an arrangement up top, then it takes away all of this. Who cares? But now we have to read these blind items for the rest of our lives. Um, this is great. James Corden. James Corden, of course, is the uh, late night talk show host. He's also in every bad movie known to man. Uh, I always know him when the movie Cats came out. He stopped traffic with his other fellow cast, Cats cast members. Oh, no, it wasn't Cats. It was it was it the Cinderella movie. He, he was in multiple musicals that are potentially bad movies. But I remember this at like Fairfax and Melrose. No, Fairfax and Beverly in Los Angeles. They were doing like a like a viral stunt and they came out dressed in costumes singing and they stopped traffic. Now listen, you can pull that shit in Nebraska, but in Los Angeles, it's usually bumper to bumper traffic and I like it's already miserable on the LA roads. If all of a sudden, like one time I'm trying like going at like five o'clock, everybody's getting out of work, and then all of a sudden James Corden and a cast of characters in costumes stops traffic and like like is smiling and singing and dancing with cameras around like i'd lose my shit i'd lose my license that day i'm telling you that much well anyways uh he also got in trouble because uh at baldazar a restaurant in new york he was called out for being one of the rudest customers they've ever had and this seems to be a rumor that has followed mr corden around for a long time so i guess there's a musical almost famous based on the movie that is about to close it was only on broadway for a couple months i guess it wasn't that sucks i love that movie so much but i guess he stood up during intermission making himself very noticeable and took about 40 to 50 selfies with fans 
And this person says, being overly nice and fake. I didn't buy it at all. Listen, I mean, I'm sure, he, I don't know. There is something that strikes me that he is just kind of like potentially, not even, he just strikes me as a dick. I'll say it. He just strikes me as a dick that likes famous people. He's he's the nicest guy you want if you're a famous person doing carpool, car, carpool karaoke with him. But other than that, no way. Now, this is sad news, you guys. And I want us all... This makes me bummed out because it's his birthday today, too. Happy birthday to Luke Gulbrunson, you guys. But the bad news is we have flown too close to the sun. Um, it turns out Ashley Darby has deleted all remnants of Luke from her Instagram. Luke even made her grid, made the main feed on her Instagram, and she has now taken down that post. And I'm brokenhearted about this. And I just, I hope, I hope, I wonder, I just hope Luke's okay. I wonder what did it. I hope he didn't do anything geeky. I don't, I don't know. And sometimes maybe it just didn't work out and it's the holidays and she has kids. Who knows? There's so many things. I hope it wasn't all of us online talking about it, but we were all so excited. We wanted it to work. I was already planning on going to the wedding. I was hoping to be a one of the groomsmen or just like a flower girl or something. But uh, it is it is potentially supposedly over, especially if you get deleted from the old the old IG grid. So gone too soon, gone too soon. I was hoping they wouldn't be a victim of 2022, but it looks like Camelot has fallen once again. Also, shout out, I got sent out uh, a Reddit. Uh, people have been calling out Jax for stealing my joke over the holidays. Thank you for everybody for sticking up for me. Thank you for realizing that Jack is still somebody that steals things. Listen, uh, it's I feel like I feel like the manager of the Sunglass Hut in Hawaii when he stole those glasses on the fifth season of Vanderpump Rules. I feel like the manager of that Sunglass Hut. He has stolen from me, and I I'm not going to press charges, but I I feel like he's still a shoplifter of really bad jokes online. <laughs> now this is great, Kristen Doty. I got to tell you, I want Kristen. Like this this is kind of shit that makes me want Kristen Doty sometimes back on Vanderpump Rules is that she has a new podcast, right? She has this new podcast. She just broke up with like her dude that she had been with for a while, a while back. She has a new podcast called Sex, Love, and What Else Matters. And she hosts it with this guy I've never heard of, Luke Broderick. And they announced this past week that they are now dating. She is dating her podcast host. That just can't, that, this is that GMA all over again. That Amy Rohrbach and TJ, that, those dudes that haven't been let back on GMA. They were like the anchors that fell in love supposedly. And they were both married to other people. Man, this, this, you don't do, if you're co-hosting a podcast, you can't fall in love. Come on, you guys. You got to keep the podcast professional. But anyway, she has come out and said they are together. <laughs> By the way, now this makes me so want to listen to this podcast. She says, I battled with being like your person. I love you so much. But just the thought of being someone's girlfriend again threw me for a loop because I want to be a wife and I want to be a mother. The 39-year-old former broad Bravo star began on the most recent episode of the podcast. Quote, most of all, I just want to be a mother and a partner. And I was so tired of being a girlfriend for a couple of years and then having shit fall apart. Um, I guess she previously dated a gentleman named Alex and then also Tom Sandoval, James Kennedy, and Brian Carter. Um, she says, you tried really hard not to fall in love with me and not 
to let this become a thing because of my age. Oh, he says, you tried really hard not to fall in love with me and not to let this become a thing because of my age, because of the distance, because of these factors that when you think about it logically, like how can this work, Broderick? So this dude is 31 years old and he lives in Colorado and Kristen lives in California. It's not that far of a distance, but my God, what a way to make it even harder for yourself. And also Kristen, way way to get those younger chaps. I love it. All right. Um, in addition to the eight-year age gap, yeah, he lives in Colorado, Us Weekly says. Oh, also, this is interesting. Luke loves to hunt and fish. I am an animal advocate, Kristen says. I've been a vegetarian since I was 11 years old, and that truly was the one thing that was like a little difficult for me in the beginning. Adding that she's okay to overlook his passion for hunting because he's not a cheating, lying, bastard piece of shit like other men she's dated. Well, I mean, give it time. I <laughs> mean. The twosome met at Rachel O'Brien's wedding to Greg Hunter over the summer. Uh, She says, right after we met at the wedding or like hung out at the wedding, we had sex. Dodie, this podcast is way more revealing than mine. My God, do I need to tell you? Guys, I might have touched myself last week. How about that? I hope I shoot up in the ratings. Uh, Dodie explained, noting that she instructed her new beau to make a separate Instagram account after she saw his hunting pics. Quote, the scrutiny, I guess. I chose to deal with being on reality TV and the unkindness because he's such a kind, loving, good-hearted person who knows nothing about the world in Los Angeles, the podcast world, the reality TV world, the Instagram world that I've chose to live in. Well, so Kristen still considers herself a reality TV star, I guess, and she doesn't want. But also, I need to know more about how I've got to get Kristen on the show because I need to know why Kristen decided to do a podcast with somebody that lives in a completely different state that has nothing to do with Los Angeles or anything like that. Like, did she do this knowing that she wanted to end up hooking up with him? What a what what a meet cute. What a rom-com. I mean, we got to sell this as a rom-com. Two podcasters in different states fall in love. While Broderick noted he felt a spark from the very beginning. Of course he did. You guys had sex the day you met. Um the he's making you crazy author said she found him when she stopped clawing my way out of my last relationship. I don't know. I don't know Kristen at all, but I sometimes worry when you go from one relationship to another. She says, Tom being my ex-boyfriend has no weight on this at all. Like we broke up 10 years ago or something. So when we went to Tom's birthday party at their house and you had a blast, Dodie said, um, the former reality star admitted that she tried to fight her feelings for Broderick. (laughs) You definitely, she quote, you definitely never pushed anything on me. You were just persistent. You're consistent, which is what made me feel which is what made me fall in love with you. But the persistency definitely made me stay interested in you, she explained. I'm a creature of habit where I fight against what was wrong in my last relationship. I don't love being alone. I love connection. And I'm just, I've just had this feeling like, oh man, I'm falling for this guy now and he doesn't even live here. And I'll find a way to make that work because I love being in love. And I was hell bent on being single. I didn't want to hurt you either because I knew that you really liked me. Not to sound like a dick bag. And I knew I really liked you. I just felt like I had to get some shit out of my system. She concluded, I was very afraid that I was just latching onto someone that felt so comfortable, so easy, so amazing, so perfect that it was just going to go wrong. And I had to sort of turn my cheek at it. Well, listen, man, you, Kristen, you sold me on your guys' podcast. I need to fucking listen to this because either it's going to be lovey dovey or we're going to find out you're like, we're going to find out when there's tension because listen, that's, I mean, wow, I really got to listen to this. Um, There's tons of other things to talk about, you guys, but um, 
Oh, this little. I'm going to talk about this one last thing before we get into this because it's Kardashian related. Dumas, there's another Dumas. Tristan was getting something engraved for someone at Bloomingdale's in Century City, getting a, what is a Baccarat Rouge engraved for someone? I don't even fucking know what a Baccarat Rouge is, but I swear to God, if that's a fucking necklace for a lady or even, I, you better not have got a, I don't even know what a Baccarat Rouge is, but I'm livid right now. You should not be buying any females any jewelry. Not with, oh, and get this, you guys. Did you get this? This kind of got snuck under the radar over the holidays. Tristan Thompson, this dirtbag. No wonder he has money for Baccarat Rouges, whatever that is. Sounds like a fancy piece of jewelry. But Tristan Thompson finally agreed to not a custody deal, but, you know, what he owes to keep uh, Tristan Thompson paternity. Um, What he's going to give the mother, mother each month to uh, to take care of his child that he still never met, supposedly. Oh, yeah, here it is. Tristan Thompson settles paternity case with Marilee Nichols. He's dishing out $9,500 a month. Um, so this is for their one-year-old son, Theo. We're told Tristan will pay $9,500 a month in child support and also cover some of Nichols' lawyer's fee. The $9,500 may seem low considering his NBA contracts have totaled $100 million over the span of his career. But he isn't currently on a team and therefore not earning income, and income is the operative factor in determining child support. Our sources say Marilee will have sole custody, and while they haven't figured out an official visitation plan yet, those talks will come in the near future. What's more, we're told Tristan will be listed as the father on Theo's birth certificate. Ugh, great. Um, but remember, this is the guy that used to threaten her and told, tell her to get an abortion because that she would get no money from him. But also, this is just shitty because this is how the law works, is that he's worth like $100 million or whatever, but since he's currently not employed, he gets away with paying her $9,500 a month. And you're saying, whoa, $9,500 a month, that's a lot of money. But come on, man, it's $120,000. And I just think, <sighs> you know, he ain't doing that to true. I don't know. It just, it, it kind of just another thing where I just don't, I don't know. I, I hate to break it to you guys. I don't, I don't think Tristan might, might be a good guy. <laughs> Okay, you guys, we've done enough for today. I have 30 billion other stories I didn't get to, but I want to get to Annabelle right now. You're going to hear a commercial for Masterclass right now. And what I want you to do is take it seriously. Masterclass is actually a dope product. Yeah, I said dope. Yeah, I'm an old man that said dope. Who cares? But I really genuinely like it, and it's two for one right now. So if you get a subscription for yourself, you can give one to somebody else as a gift. And this thing is awesome. You're going to hear all about it in my commercial in a second. But consider checking it out. It helps the podcast when you do. And I really just genuinely really like this product because I geek out because it has some of my favorite people like Chris Jenner and Steve Martin teaching actual lessons. And I just think it's really cool. So the commercials right now. And then after that, we go into the pop culture roundup with Annabelle DeSisto, which I think you're going to have a lot of fun with. And I'll talk to you guys on Wednesday. Love you. Uh, and just send out a lot of good energy for my mom again today. I know I might be wasting. I know I say that all the time now, but I don't know what else to say. So I'm just going to keep saying that. Okay. Night, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to your week. I know there was a Monday episode that was brand new, but I recorded that last week. This is a brand new 
This is we're talking December 26. This is being recorded on December 26. So we're talking about all the stuff that's happened over this last week that I didn't get to talk about on the show because I did a four part recap of the movie Home Alone with Annabelle DeSisto. And you know what? I was like, you know what? What we need more of, we need more Annabelle DeSisto. And I was like, this is perfect because we need to do a pop culture roundup. And Sophie's off this week. So I was like, who better? Then somebody that we couldn't finish an hour and 40 minutes (laughs) recapping, it took us six hours, but I swear to God, this is going to take an hour and 15 minutes because I got to go get fried chicken for my mom because it's one of her last meals before all the insanity starts with her treatment. Well, kind of, which we're going to talk about prison. Okay. (laughs) But it's one of her last meals before she goes somewhere. Wait. Wait, by the way, this is Annabelle DeSisto, you guys, from the podcast Adderall and Compliments. If you don't listen to our movie recaps, that's on you, man. But I just got to mention- I'm going to say, then what are you doing with that? Obviously, you've already turned off, but- just I mean, in, the, in the midst of a Home Alone movie recap, we talked about- a I would say a Home Alone table read, which is what about- Ryan was the stage director of. I was thinking about how many times we talked about my bedwetting. We talked about your pet psychic. We talked about the gay porn star named Ryan Bailey. We talked, we talked about so many things that I talked about your penis tape. Oh yeah. Well, that was part of the bedwetting, but uh, guys, so I'm saying you're missing out if you're not listening to those, but what you don't know is Annabelle's a huge fan of pop culture. Like all of us, we talk about a lot of pop culture in these movie recaps. So this is going to be the pop culture roundup of all the stuff that's happened in the last week. But first, let me check in with Annabelle. How was your Christmas? Did your mom like the saddle that you got her? That's not a joke. She really got her mom a saddle, I believe. Oh yeah. And like a riding saddle, not like a, like sexual, like Vivian type Howard Stern, like just like a riding saddle. I think she liked it. I mean, when Nancy has, you know, her, like she has tons of like really good, like pot right now, which was like one of my dad's presents, Yeah, which which is like a present to all of us. Thank God. You've always been open that Nancy is a, um, she's a proud, not, I don't know, proud, but she's a, she likes 420 friendly. Oh yeah. No, she's incredibly proud. She's um, a huge, uh, huge supporter of the devil's lettuce. Um, and yeah, she loves it. By the way, why can't God, wait, why can't, can't God get in on this marijuana business? Because it's always the devil's eyes. Why can't it be affiliated with God? And so I feel like God is missing a huge opportunity here to really kick ass at weed, you know? Yeah, I feel like a lot of God's products are pretty lame. Like the people that say, oh, this is the devil's product, like are like much cooler. Um, <laughs> Wait, why don't we have God's vodka? Like God, yeah, like- this shit will get you hammered. This shit will get, oh, this shit will get you heavenly hammered. Oh, that's really good. Like, I want, like, real holy water. Like, I want, like, um, I really feel like you could do a whole rebranding. Like, you could be, you could really help them, Ryan. Do you know they're actually in the guest bedroom? My mom keeps a bottle of holy water that was sent to her from the Vatican. I, and by the way, I got so no. thirsty last night. I got so thirsty last night. I drank it accidentally. I was like so part. No, that's not true. Um, that's not true. But I would know such a joke. Ryan does not drink water in general. Um, <laughs> I drink Dyke. By the way, have you written your New Year's resolutions yet? As Because by the way, you guys, I don't know if you know this. After December, the next holiday is going to be New Year's Eve and New Year's, and you usually have resolutions. Uh, What is your resolution? My resolution is to 
um, really just go against like all of my like natural instincts. Like what I would like normally do, like, you know how George Costanza is like, I'm just yes. the opposite because like being me has not worked for, I mean, like I said, like a very young, like thirties, if I had to do like, everybody I, can I, see I that. Everybody. Um, yeah. Everybody agrees. Somebody like asked me today and they're like, how old are you? And I'm like, like birth certificate wise or like mentally and emotionally because like all of these are different ages and also like how old are some of my body parts like these are all different numbers. <laughs> this is like lottery like they're all all numbers all over the board um but yeah my regular stuff isn't going that hasn't gone well so like I think maybe if I just um people are like be yourself and then like I in my case like I shouldn't so I know I agree with you because the two times I've said this many times, the two times everybody tells you to listen to your gut. And the, the couple of times that I've listened to my gut, I've been horribly wrong on those specific decisions. So it's like, I know that that's the case. Like some people have a really good gut instinct and some people don't, but don't feel bad. If you don't just realize that you don't, and don't follow that gut instinct. Like, it's like, it just, it's going to be like that itch. You can't scratch, but you got to do it. Cause you're always going to fail. If you follow your gut instinct. Oh, I think there's a huge thing between like gut instinct and just like personality in general. No, like gut instincts, I feel like you're like, should very much be aware of. Like there is like a like little voice in my head, like very, um, I started the car, I, I started the car to like warm it up that I was going into, but I didn't like open the garage door before I did it. And so <laughs> then like- and by, the way, by the way, your parents are always worried you're going to harm yourself harm. Yeah, so it's so like, like charge and I'm like, what do you mean? And I was he like went up to the bar and I was like, I started the car to warm it up. He's like, you almost killed me. I went into the garage. I almost passed out. He's like, I thought you and your I thought you or your mother was in the car trying to kill yourself. And I'm like, what do you mean? She told me to warm up the car. And he's like, you're supposed to open the garage door first. And like, when I turned it on, like a part of me was like a, like a little voice was like, oh, you need to like open like the garage because that's how people can like kill themselves. I thought, but I, I thought that was like over a much longer period. I thought that took like, take like 24, like hours, 20 to like 24 to 48 yeah. hours. Like they don't teach you this in school. Like they don't like, instead they teach you about like photosynthesis, but it's like, because of this, I almost, I didn't, I told you, I didn't know my gas. I, I had my gas leaking for like, like a week in my first apartment in Koreatown. And I just like, because it was like I was living by myself that I was like oh my god I'm so disgusting that my place smells like rotten eggs no matter how many like times I clean it it just has this like horrible smell and like they don't tell you that that's like what a gas leak is in science so like I blame science class so like in that case I should have listened to my gut but guys check my new year's resolution is to open a garage door before (laughs) I turn my car here's my new year's resolutions no soda so that's that's going to be a big one no soda no fast food change everything become become a completely different person and that's body switching i want i want to invent like a body switching who are you Uh, fridaying with like who are you going to pee into a fountain i haven't figured if i haven't found it yet i think it's going to be like a split it's going to be a last minute decision it's going to be something like i'll see a celebrity i'll be like now um uh here's, here's one be nicer which also then in parentheses i put kill less Cause I think that goes along with being nicer. <laughs> and then of course go to the gym more. Cause I think health is, you know, I want to go to the gym more. Um, I speak about new year's resolutions because we got to start thinking about what we're going to do for 2023. But as we close 2022, we, uh, you know, we've had a lot of pop culture moments that have happened this year. And I was trying to even think in just the last week, 
we've had just more insanity. And I, I just can't wait to put 2022 behind me because I was sitting there right before we got on. I was listening to Kim Kardashian, who was on the new Angie Martinez podcast. I believe she used to be a DJ on The Breakfast Club in New York, and now she has a podcast and she landed the interview of Kim Kardashian. And I made Annabelle listen to a clip. And I'm going to put this clip in right now. And I want you guys to listen to this. Five, four, three, two, one. Now, this is her, of course, talking about, uh, you know, in veiled terms, talking about, I believe, Kanye and how she deals with the kids and the situation. And I mean, what were your initial thoughts on this, Annabelle? Because it just I feel like this is a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. But a lot of it worried me, especially when she was like, well, I know all of their teachers at school and I handle like I know exactly what's being told to my kids. Yeah, that I thought was ridiculous. Cause I'm like, who are you? Rob DeSantis, you're in charge of like what they say at school. Like, are your kids homeschooled? Is it like the food god and Mario, your makeup? Well, she's like, she's like, I know. I had she acted, she acted like she had narcs on the playground. She's like, I have a kid wearing a wire that plays hopscotch with North. Like that, but didn't it, I, like, I know what listen. all of the kids are saying? I know what's happening at recess. And then like <laughs> those kids are robot. We've had those aren't even real kids. Those are yeah. those are. Those are 40 year old little people dressed up as little kids. I'm like, it's like, like small wonder of like, who are these kids? Like, I just like, but how, okay. How long, like, and Peter Dinklage is like, to think I went from Game of Thrones to this. But Kim pays, Kim pays better than Game of Thrones. I'm getting residuals. <laughs> like they have mo- much more ridiculous, like makeup prosthetics at that family <laughs> than they do on, for HBO. No, North is going to school with a dragon from Game of Thrones. <laughs> no, but what what scared me, because obviously my heart goes out a little bit to this because it's like, wow, to deal with a father like Kanye, who's obviously, I'm not obviously, he's mentally ill. And I think we can, we can definitely say that at this point and also just hateful thoughts. But part of me was like, she was like, my kids will thank me one day. And I'm like, maybe, but also won't like, won't this bite you in the ass big time? The fact that you're controlling them so tightly that when they do find out it's in a way kind of finding like that Santa Claus doesn't exist. I, I kind of kept thinking about that. Oh, I think it's complete like bullshit. It's just like listening to her is a very, um, like this is the celebrity, like bougiest, like 0.1% of like every parent who's like, my kids would never drink or do drugs. My kids would never do. I'm like, exactly. Of like, no, they don't. I, I make sure I monitor exactly. what we're watching on TV. I'm like, what? Like they have phones. It's like, unless you're giving them like those bubble gum phones or like that you could like fake phones that you could get like at Claire's or it's like, it's a step above being Amish of like, I make sure that like, you know, I monitor what they, you know, what they watch on TV, what they're watching. Something. I'm like, are you? What and she, and, and Angie even asked, well, you know, other kids, she's like, I know who they talk to. I know. And I'm just like, this is really wild because it, there's so many things that go into raising a kid already. And there is no doubt in my mind that it's got to be insanely hard for Kim Kardashian, especially with the kids and who the father they have, and also the life that she has. But this tide of control, we know Kim likes to control things. I just think at some point it's going to bite her in the ass because yeah, she is protecting them in certain ways. But even my question as somebody that isn't a parent is that when do you know when not to protect them, when they need to start learning for themselves so they can be fully functioning human beings? And she also says, I just want them to be happy. I don't, you know, you know, in the interview, I listened to the whole thing. She's like, I just want them to be happy, like, and do what they love. And I'm like, do you know that we're all not happy? 
Like who the hell is happy? Like, give me like, no, you don't like, if you're going to raise happy kid, you gotta, you gotta let them know what's And by the way, they've got to know something's up when they hang with their dad. They got to know. As you're saying it, I like, I mean, not to, I don't want to say like, I sound like that's a celebrity version of like Alex Jones of like they're crisis actors, but it would not surprise they're me. Crisis, hey, they're crisis. They're crisis actors at North North School. This is Alex Jones, and you know they're not. If Chris Jenner like hired a bunch of like child actors who like haven't like who are like a step away from like they can't get like Disney jobs or whatever. But she's like hired them enough where it's like kind of like uh like Truman Show type thing. Yeah, it's like the Truman it's Show. Like, yes, they are completely like protecting her or like in you know like in 51st states how like the dad's like we just print like keep printing about like a bunch of the same you know newspapers so like my daughter doesn't realize she has severe brain damage and like this guy doesn't take severe like take a lot of advantage by the way 50 for 51st states she's talking about the drew barrymore adam sandler movie uh the unofficial title is the annabelle desisto story if you uh (laughs) rj her dad uh, it's he wrote the script for 51st day. No, but I you're you're she's exactly right, though. There's a Truman Show element that is happening to their lives now that all of like Chloe, Courtney, all of them, they know the real deal and they know how hard life is and how hard it's like they work to get to the point they are. But it's like they're not letting their kids have the same experiences. And I feel like at a certain point, this is going to bite them wildly on the ass because all it takes is one kid, one kid. Like, and I feel like it's going to be Mason Disick. I feel like Mason's going to step in here at one point and go, revolution, revolution. You Do you honestly? Oh, I think they like obviously know. What do you mean? Oh, I like there's no way they don't know their dad is like. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Like, remember, like, I remember being young. Like, I knew when my parents were fighting. I like, I could pick up on energy. And I think we all can. Like, you know, like, by the way, when when they, when Kanye, and this is no offense to Kanye, but when Kanye's picking up the kids to go to football games, you know, people are shouting shit at him. You know, people are like, and like, you know, he's going to lean down to him one time and be like, you know, we're all made from aliens, right? Like, you know, he's going to say something bizarre where it's like he comes home and tells his mom. But I feel like, Kim's heart is in such the right place, but I feel like she's lost the plot completely because you're not even living in the real world anymore. No, it's like, there's no way that um, Kanye is able to pull off Ryan's um, like heroes version of like, it's not like Batman where he's able to completely do like a very convincing, like this is yeah. a normal personality. Yeah. This is it's me being completely normal. I'm an appropriate human being. And like, like yeah. mental illness of like, as I'm severely mentally ill, you're severely mentally ill, like like most people are, but I'm not like, here's my thoughts on this blank group of people of a religion. Well, they- like, it's just like, he's fucking insane. So it's not like he's like, all right, I'm going to turn that switch off. Like, Well, my thought, well, my thought is, my, 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 my thought is with, with the family, especially is that, and I, I really do hope uh, Kanye is eventually going to allow the help that he needs to be there. But it's such an important conversation, I think, for, you know, not only the Kanye aspect in regards to the kids, but there is this mental health aspect that I hope, you know, and I and I know she has to be, that Kim's going to be very aware of because these things do get passed down. You know, mental health is something I take really, really seriously. And this is something that you do. This is This can be inherited. So these kids do need to be careful of like, you know, we've, we've got to look for signs and you want to make sure their happiness is of course key. But that, and Kim also admits in this podcast, she doesn't go see a therapist. And to me, that is <laughs> wild. 
She's like, no, you know, I deal with things head on. And I'm like, even that, I'm just like, man, at one point, and Kim even goes, I don't know why I'm blessed with being able to handle the shit I do. She goes, I tell my family all the time, thank God it's me because you guys wouldn't be able to handle this shit. Which I first off is like, stop riding your own dick, Kim, first off. <laughs> Second off, like one day you're going, it's like, it's going to snap. It's going to be bad. Like it's going, like the day Kim Kardashian finally snaps because people can only take so much. And like, that's, that's meant in a loving way towards Kim. I just, I can't believe like nobody, you're, you're not getting an Olympic medal for putting up with the most shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, cool. Yeah, well, that, yeah. a billion dollars. <laughs> I just been like, well, I mean, they already have both of those in the family. Like Caitlin already has all the Olympic gold medals. She already has. Yeah, baby. But and also so like, him they're, they're good. Um, it's just like, I, one of the craziest things about that interview I thought was like, she's like, you know, when my kids, you know, I, I don't share that. It's like when we're driving to school, when they ask to listen to his music, yeah, I put it on and we all sing along and I'm like, what songs are you guys in? like the only songs I like were on like the college job out of like gold digger and like Kanye's workout plan. And that's it. Those are the only <laughs> songs that actually have words you can sing along to. Like they're in the back, like doing synthesizers of like, like, and then his Whoa. like, what are you singing along to? It's well, not I sent like you the these Bruno soundtrack. Are you kidding me? I sent you these clips, but the whole interview, I mean, it's a little repetitive. It's like a lot of the stuff we hear Kim say all the time ad nauseum, but there is an interesting part too, where she says her and North will drive around and she'll just play rap beats without lyrics. And she goes, me and North will drive for hours and North will be rapping over the beats. And she goes, I secretly record it because it's our fun time and these will be memories. And I'm like, you secretly record it because you're going to sell it one day. You are going to sell this one day. See, this is the carpool karaoke that I want to see. Yeah. Like, <laughs> By the way, Kim Kardashian's carpool karaoke. But you know there's part, because this is a Kris Jenner. This mind comes from Kris Jenner. And you're not telling me that she's like, just drive. She's like, mommy, why do we take 10 hour drives every day? Until you get the <laughs> album right, we're going to keep driving. But like, you know, Kim's just going, oh, that actually works, North. Keep up on that beat. Yeah, yes. I love that song. <laughs> do it again and angle your head this way towards my phone just for no absolute reason. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think that car is like bugged and wired. Yeah, everywhere. Bravo TV Bravo TV needs to take note of the Kardashians car situation because the Bravo TV is very guilty of not having cameras every... How dare you, Bravo TV, have these reality shows and then you let these people go around and then you, <laughs> you accidentally don't have cameras in all the places that the good stuff happens? Like, um, how did that hotel where Jay-Z and Beyonce had like the elevator fight where that, that's oh. a secure of like, we get that, we get that clear as day, but Bravo, like, it's like a very private moment that wasn't supposed to go out to the public, like the elevator film. And this, you're sh- like, you're filming a reality show for people to watch drama of these women. And you don't show when they are in a controlled area of in a van that you specifically put them in. And we don't get that footage. Uh, That is, I, that. Congress needs to enact the, the, I mean, I'm talking all cars. If it's going to mean all cars, I'm willing to be videotaped in a car, but I feel like housewives, anybody that signs a contract for television, it needs to include car footage. 
and no, like it should be 24 seven car footage. And I think it's just going to help in a lot of situations down the line. I mean, also we still don't know, and we're still fighting to this day, this dumb, not dumb, but this Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie divorce that keeps on going for the last, what feels like 20 years because of some fight that happened on a private jet. We also need cameras on private jets. Like why does all of these things happen? And then we never know about it. We don't even have a courtroom artist in these planes. We, I would, we don't even have a drawing of Brad pit and a fedora <laughs> drunk like pushing like you know like pushing angelina jolie like this is so frustrating i don't understand how we now have the most technology of all times everywhere we have cameras everywhere yet we still don't get any of the good footage that we all wonder about for the like rest of our lives they have like you know like the like smog checks and like everything with like um you know with the, the amount of like pollution that's put out like i think the amount of like pollution and like whatever, like Carson's like science words, like that go along with like carbon monoxide poisoning that I clearly don't understand. But like the amount of like stuff that that like private jets are putting out, it's like, I think we should like have like whatever level that is that of like discussing stuff that you're putting into. I think that number should be the amount of footage that we get to have from said vehicle, like whether it's like a private jet or like a van. Like I just, I feel like we as, um, cause you're affect like that's affecting our planet and you're affecting like our planet. Like I know emotionally, like what I've invested into Bravo. Like I could have gone to college. See, I could have, I yeah, could have cured that, like this. That's a great, see, that's a great, that's a great point because that's it. Us, you know, everybody listening at home, we're all investing in Bravo. We we're putting our hearts and souls in this thing. We're putting our hearts and souls. It's a Ponzi scheme at this point. I put in so much. Where's the payoff? Where is the payoff? That would be great. That would be great if we find out Bravo is a pyramid scheme. And Andy, like we get a letter in the mail from Andy Cohen in 2023 of like, if you could just sell this to five people on your block. <laughs> um, okay. So, okay. We've, we've covered two things, but I do want to cover one last thing. I know people get annoyed about the Kardashians, but I would be remiss if I didn't talk about the Kardashians annual holiday party that everybody talks about every year. This is from a page six article says inside the Kardashian Jenner family's extravagant Christmas party. Now, Annabelle, what do you think of this? Um, it says they celebrated with an extravagant blowout bash complete with festive decorations, endless treats, and a private performance by Grammy nominated artist Sia on Saturday night. Kim Kardashian showed up to the opulent evening, wear evening wearing a silver sparkling gown that showed off her shoulders. And by the way, the Skim founder, 42, is now done from the bleach blonde look, and she is back rocking her long brown hair, page six says. Kim posted several TikTok videos with her daughter, North. That's the family activity they like to do together. And everybody was dressed in red for the most part, except for Kim. But there were so many TikTok videos. And this poor Sia, they put this muse, this very talented Sia, who I know loves the Kardashians. They make her perform in like a Barbie doll box, like a life-size Barbie doll box. And they so made dumb. out of all the times I should have been wearing my skims robe. I had this as a prop to put on, and I like have missed That's it. That's a skims robe. Yes. Um, it is. Not worth the money, you guys. I just am telling you. Wait, this is the, oh, you can't see. Oh, sorry. So, um, no, I, you're right. They put her in like a Mattel box. Barbie doll box. Yeah, it's like so weird. And then little North is made to sing with her. And I'm like, listen, like Sia loves, like Sia genuinely loves the Kardashians. She talks about it all the time. But I don't know, there's something so weird to me about 
you got Sia and then you're like, oh, we're going to put North in here. Like, I like clothes. What is that? I'm <laughs> North. Beep, boop, bop. I think it's so funny singer. that out of all the times, like Sia doesn't wear like a wig that covers her face. It's like at the Kardashians Christmas party. <laughs> yeah, by the way, this could be Daft Punk for all I know. Who knows? But like uh, this, this, this theme too was all red. And it looked like the fucking red wedding from Game of Thrones. Like it did not look festive. There look there to me, this it's so red and but it doesn't look, you know, like fun holiday red. It looks like dark. It looks like macabre. It is, yeah. It's um doesn't seem like a fun, lighthearted event. Like, granted, this would be like I think this would be more magical to go to than like the North Pole. Like I would rather Chris Jenner has done more and given more to children than actual like Santa Claus has. Like she has made more magic happen than he has. And it's oh, like yeah. their, their yeah. like looks to me like if that was like the last thing I went to and been like, all right, this is like that's means more glamorous than like the by the way, all the, or anything. All, all the kids and all that stuff, they don't get to sit on Santa's lap. They sit on Chris Jenner's lap every year. <laughs> like, tell Chris, tell Chris what you want. Be like, mommy, I want a million followers on TikTok. <laughs> well, you'll get that if you're a little Kardashian. Um, also, I really Kardashian. Shocked that she has not petitioned Christmas to start with the K. Like, I can you like, <laughs> like coming I mean, out with her own like Christmas like decoration line or her own like Christmas scent or you know oh, like. Dude, I watched you. Uh, so Annabelle, we always joke because Annabelle, like she's really selective on which movies she sees. And it's you really it's hard to predict like what like, you think. Oh, she definitely seen that one. And she hasn't. But have you seen I, you've, I know you've seen you've seen the Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Some of it. Yeah. OK, well, I watched all the Santa Clauses this week. Santa Claus one, two. And I didn't even know there's three. And now there's a TV show called the Santa Clauses on Disney Plus. And this Tim Allen, no offense. He's great as Santa Claus, but this guy can't act his way out of a bag. Like, and like the thing is, doesn't need to because he's like, he does what he does really well. He does this one thing really well, which is just like, hey, what's going on? Like, that's how he, he just says, like, I just throw away lines. <laughs> and like, all these people are acting around him, and you can tell he's confused all the time, but he's like really charming at doing the one thing that he does, but it's really good at the one thing. But I was thinking, like, Chris Jenner, like, I'd love to see a female Santa Claus, and she would be excellent. I think Chris Jenner could legitimately be in a movie. Like, couldn't you see Chris Jenner act? Like, because oh, yeah. she does it I, on a daily basis. I mean, Santa Claus, if they did a remake of Bruce Almighty instead of Morgan Freeman, put her in there. Like, she makes wait, me- Wait, wait, wait. That's, that's not even- Wait, Annabelle, that's not even funny because that could be that could happen. That's a great idea. I mean, she's- Dude, I, Chris Jenner playing <laughs> God in a movie? That would be amazing. Um, Chloe Kardashian seems like she's gained- at least a couple feet over the years. She looks like gar- she looks like eight feet tall in these photos. And she's doing one of those things where she's extending her legs out in photos again. I don't know if it's like a face app thing. And she showed you guys her baby. We got to see half of, we got to see the side of the baby's face in a photo. So she teased us with the half. Like, I love that that's like what she gives us for Christmas. She's like, hey guys, I got you guys a little something too. Here's half of my baby's <laughs> face. 
Like, isn't that weird? Like, because that, and people were, people were writing like, oh my God, Chloe, thank you. Thank you. And I'm like, thank you. What about like an Amazon gift certificate or something? I, I mean, what? Think of like, hey, here's my baby that looks like every other baby. <laughs> all babies, like, wait, just, wait. they all look the same. If the like, only view of like a, a baby with three eyes. And then like, I'm interested. Thank you for that. All babies, they look the same. <laughs> Like, the only difference with this baby is that you could tell it was there. It, we, you could tell who the father was because the baby was looking at two other moms while Chloe was holding him. So <laughs> you knew it was Tristan Thompson's baby. You knew, like other you knew it was Tristan Thompson's baby right from the get. <laughs> there's no, there's no word if Tristan Thompson was at this party, but something tells me probably because they don't really keep out the men in their life. Like they, even when the men do bad things, it's almost like they're rewarded in the Kardashian land. Like so Tristan, you still think he got to do like, he got to like be in charge of ballet. Oh, yeah, like, Tristan, <laughs> by the way, by the way, that to me is more fair punishment for what Tristan has made Chloe look like a clown over the last couple of years. If he had a valet, the next like 10 holiday parties, and, yeah. you know, like Jeff Bezos, Jeff Bezos is like, it's the Gulfstream jet park down there. He's like, yes, sir. Yes. And Jeff tips him a five spot. He's like, thank you, sir. What's um, food God there? Food God, I don't see any pictures of, but I feel like he had to at least work the catering or, you know, give it, give it a chance to make some money. Kylie, and no, sorry, guys. I just, Kylie, I'm so tired of Kylie's pose where it's just the dead face pose. You know what I'm saying? With the eyes where it's like. Yeah, it's very, um, they're like marble eyes. Yeah, it's, <laughs> like, like, <laughs> it's like she's trained to do this one look and she's like, I've been told, like she must have been told that this is her look and I see her do it in every photo. But I don't know, everybody looks the same. And then I was just thinking, you said a moment ago about God. Do you, I was talking to my sister about God. I, you know, she's really religious and she says, you know, we do have our physical bodies when we go to heaven, but it's like, are the the when we looked our best and i was like oh i you, believe that oh or better wait, well better wait but but annabelle here's the question and especially i asked this with the kardashians there's no way they're going to let the implants up there if you're going <laughs> to heaven god's not going to allow your implants up there why because he's like only my image yeah he oh, only, he created it he's not going to be like oh yes and of course dr lenny hochstein's boobs uh will come <laughs> with you like you know what I'm saying? And then, so it's not going to be everybody's best because Ky Kylie's going to have thin lips. Kylie's not going to look anything like herself. If All right. Then how does like the devil feel about it? Because I'm like, oh no, I'm going at my like best, my best makeup. Like when my, <laughs> like when I was like, when I was like drinking like insane things to be like, you know, <laughs> the devil. Like, yeah. Curdled milk to like lose weight. I'm mean, like, whatever, whoever lets me like whoever lets me be that, that's where I'm going. Like the devil, the devil will let you come with the implants, but they melt. They, it's oh, hot, very hot. I'm gonna so, get. I'm gonna get. <laughs> I'm gonna get like breast implant poison. Um, they guys. They also said this year they are not. They're not. They're not given gifts because they get so much during the year, which I also think is probably bullshit. They just tell the press that because there's not like you know, Chris Jenner's getting these. You know, like and also, but like, do any of these people? Like, could you imagine? I would just, I want to be invited to one of their parties so bad because I would love to like go to like Chloe's birthday and give her like a $40 Amazon card and be like, like, wouldn't you just love to give her something normal? Or like, oh, this is like a Dave and Buster's, like re-gift something to Chloe Kardashian of like, oh, you know why this is cool. It keeps your coffee warm, you know? <laughs> 
I would love to see you gift her like some that there's like a big mouth Billy Bass and her just be like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> and the, bill, the fish is like, oh, da da da, but da da macarena, da da na 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 because by the way, the kids are so protected, they do not know what fish are. Oh, mommy, what? I just think it's too early for them to know about the sea. Um, speaking, speaking like, of, that's, what it, that's what it looks like at Nobu. What is that? It's a monster. <laughs> yeah, do they know where the food comes from? Okay, speaking, okay, away from the Kardashians, speaking of Macarena, did you know that Justin Bieber is nearing a deal for $200 million to sell? The entire all of his rights to his music music catalog thus far. To who for? So no, like this is actually this is done by a lot, of, but usually it's done at the end of their career. Like David Bowie sold off all of his like uh, rights, but uh, let me pull it up here. But yes, he's I'm very- like still I'm like very like confused of like what that like I didn't really understand like what it meant like when Taylor had to like re like record all of her stuff with like you know yeah so I don't really understand like so can you break it down in like for layman's terms okay so uh they have put a valuation on all of his music his music catalog at 200 million dollars and now Justin is shopping that catalog around to see like does Sony want to buy it does Warner Brothers Records want to buy it and then they'll have the rights to that so they can sell that off to movies movies to commercials it you know you'll make your money back but uh wall street journal is reporting uh that he is going to potentially sell his recorded music catalog to hip hip gnosis songs capital for about 200 million dollars and it doesn't give many more details than that but i always wonder about doing that this early in your career is it almost betting on yourself saying okay this is my first half of my career so it's gone great i'm already going to sell that off and now i'll be able to keep whatever you know, like it, it weirds me out. It's like he doesn't need the money. So why not hold on to those things? Like Taylor Swift, she's very different in the fact that she wants all those. And when those got sold underneath behind her back, she was livid because she would have bought all of those recordings and she wants control of everything. But Justin's going like, yeah, man, I don't want it. Like, I, You can have yeah, the rights to baby. You can have the rights to baby. I like admire it of like, yeah, he doesn't need the money. Like I like, admire that of like I hope he doesn't come out with like any new music like that's why like I don't understand of like like these stars who like keep doing things it's like and like Beyonce and like all these people and just like listen you've like peaked we've had you at like your best and it's like also I don't have any money and I don't want to work so all these people who have billions of dollars I'm like why are you doing anything (laughs) I am nearing I am nearing a deal I am nearing I'm, I'm nearing a deal to sell my previous 400 podcasts for a thousand dollars. It's going to take, I'm going to live pretty comfy with that for at least a couple of days. And then you're going to no. I mean, it is interesting. I just get like, wow, wouldn't you want to hang on to that? If you're so that financially mean, okay. Like that he won't like that. He can't, so does that mean he like can't perform them anymore? No, or? no, no, no. You, you, you'll still be able to do concerts with him. He'll still be able to do that. So oh, he's so selling the right. That's true. I just wonder like, he would be in control of where those get used. Like, what if there's oh, like a you horrible- You feel like that Justin, like Justin Bieber is like, I don't think that's quality enough for me. Yeah. Like, I don't want it used in a Dr. Pepper commercial. Well, I kind of, well, what if they use, like, wait a second. <laughs> so now, like, all right, I don't- 
the next 10 transformers you said in, the, you know, trans- Larry the cable guy five like you know that's the worry i wouldn't i wouldn't want like what the next 10 transformers movies are all just wall-to-wall justin bieber song i would hate that i hate those transformers movies so much um speaking of beyonce though she got she has her first concert set for 2023 she has not performed in years now but she's going to be doing a huge show on january 21st at guess where annabelle yeah, is it Coachella again? Is it no, no, she is going to D- Dubai. She is going to perform uh oh, at okay. the Atlanta Atlantis the Royal Resort. She only has to do a one-hour set that will be followed by Swedish House Mafia, who are EDM and fireworks on the beach. And she is reportedly how much do you think she's getting paid for this? Um eight million. Did I lowball it? 24 million dollars for one oh, oh fuck i should have thought like dubai money yeah 24 million dollars million for, for one, one hour. hour and what i would do is i would just do the slow song so just so it's like just so I would pull like out no all the notes hold, no out, hold out all the notes like oh like see how long she could hold a note for i would just fuck around i wouldn't practice 24 million for an hour million dollars for an hour Oh my God. Hour. I could literally do unspeakable things for 24, like of 24 hours for just like literally 1 million or 1,000. I like literally have to chill like of just an hour for 24 million. Oh my God. I mean, That's- just do you think, do you think like other musical artists are like, what the fuck? Like, oh wait, speaking of musical artists, do you do, do are you, do you mess around with TikTok at all, Annabelle? I don't think you're on TikTok. Are you? Um, I have like three, but you know, like it's embarrassing. My therapist has more TikTok videos than I do. And she's like, Annabelle, you really need to be on TikTok. I hired a wait, 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 guys, guys, to catch everybody up at home, to, to catch everybody up at home. If you don't listen to us regularly, Annabelle doesn't, I don't think goes to a real therapist. I think it was <laughs> like, this is, this is some kind of fake therapist. She goes to there's wait, your therapist is encouraging you to get on TikTok. You oh, wait, yeah. your therapist like, well, is saying, I need you should get you know what you'd like is TikTok. Your therapist Cynthia said. has Cynthia has a very active TikTok. She has more oh, way I'm more sure like she me. does. I have three videos and only two of them were of my horses. And then I you guys know how much I geek out about this company. I have talked about this company on the show now a couple times, and it bought like I'm so excited that they're a sponsor. Uh, Masterclass. Masterclass is with us once again, and Masterclass is truly, I think, one of the best gifts you could give somebody, but also one of the best last minute gifts you could give somebody. I'm actually getting this. I cannot stress what a special product Masterclass is. These are classes taught by world-renowned people in their field. You can learn from the world's best artists, icons, and leaders anytime, anywhere, and at your own pace. So you can learn from Kris Jenner. Yeah, the one and only Kris Jenner, who I talk about all the time. Kris Jenner teaches a class called On the Power of Personal Branding. And it is truly incredible, folks. I was talking about this when they showed it on the Kardashians this season. Um, But it is really, I'm going to get into it in a second, all the different classes she has within her uh, her masterclass. It is just truly awesome. But they also have over 180 classes from a range, from a range of world-class instructors. You know, that thing you've always wanted to do, it's closer than you think. 
And Masterclass is truly here to help. My Masterclass experience, now I have about 10 classes in my queue right now. Uh, everyone from Steve Martin to Judd Apatow to Werner, Werner Herzog to Bob Iger, the head of Disney. I mean, you really have a front row seat. To, I mean, the Duffer Brothers who did Stranger Things. You have so many amazing people. You have Doris Kearns Goodwin, who is one of my favorite, favorite uh political historian writers out there, she does a class on Masterclass. And it's, uh, so Chris Jenner, let me tell you, I'm taking that one right now. And within her lesson, within her class, there are 12 classes within that Masterclass. And there are titles like um, Keeping Up with the Kardashians, How It Started, Consider Your Target Audience, Social Media, Owning It, Come on, Lisa Reno, we love it. Uh, there's a class visual storytelling that Chris teaches. Uh, monetize your brand. I mean, listen, this hits me in the pop culture feels completely, but also this is somebody that really does know their stuff. I would give anything to learn from Chris Jenner, and I actually have a front row seat to do it through Masterclass. Um, so I... I'm going to actually probably be doing a Patreon on Masterclass because I think the Chris Jenner one especially is so cool to talk about because there's so many little nuggets within. And remember, Chloe even shows up and she gets interviewed at the end on a huge 45-minute interview at the very end of this Masterclass as well. Um, and you can stop and start at any time. Remember that. You don't have to do this all at once. You can stop and start. Like I said, there's so many lessons. And this thing, it's like... You're just given all of this knowledge and the freedom to poke around and learn from the greats. I mean, that really is one of the coolest gifts you could give someone. I really think this is the best gift. And like I said, last minute gift too, that you can sign up your friend, your family member, even yourself at a moment's notice. And you can start learning that day. Chris Jenner for me was a perfect place to start because it kind of focused on a lot of the things that I'm trying to do. It's like she teaches about finding and defining your personal brand, uh, like identify, target, and connect with your audience, which I'm trying to do on a daily basis, monetizing your brand through social media, which I try to do with the Instagram, uh, create a brand that's honest and successful, um, getting ahead with social media hacks, uh, delivering consistent content that viewers will love, um, and how to generate maximum likes, comments, and engagement. These are things that that Chris Jenner thinks about. And you're, of course, obviously, right? They're the Kardashians. Um, and I think it's awesome because you're learning from someone that is a proven successful entrepreneur. Um, a lot of these things are antidotal. She's telling stories about her career. And I that's the thing that, like, as a pop culture historian, I love to hear that. I love to hear personal stories. Uh, this is the one I started with, and I think it's a perfect one. But like I said, I'm going next to Steve Martin's. And I'm so, you know, I'm a Steve Martin just geek. And let me just take you to his. This is how quick you can get to theirs. Um, you just go to your library. I have it in here. You type in the old uh, Steve Martin, and it pops right up. Steve Martin, of course, teaches comedy. And you, there's even a class guide you uh, you open up with supplemental materials for Steve Martin's comedy course. And there is 25 classes within his master class. I am geeking out just looking at all of these. He teaches story techniques, screenwriting case study, Roxanne. He uses the movie Roxanne, editing, uh, writing case study, meteor shower, which I don't even know what that means, but it sounds exciting. Steve's comedic inspirations. Listen, this is just... 
I mean, this is, I was so excited when I got them as a sponsor because I just wanted to do all of these classes. So it was like my dream. So I'm hoping some of you guys feel the same way because you really, really should. I highly recommend you check it out. This holiday, give the perfect gift of an annual Masterclass membership and get one free. Go to masterclass.com slash so bad today. That's masterclass.com slash so bad terms apply. Folks, summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Now, I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and luckily, I found Quince. Now, I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I got a pair of tan shorts. I got a pair of green shorts. I cannot wait to style these for summer. And I gotta tell you, the quality is great because Quince has all the seasonal must-haves, like 100% European linen shirts from 30 performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Two of them were my horses. And then I just reposted, like I posted like, the, you know, um, Patty LaBelle, like that, like um, uh, performance of her at like, uh, the national tree lighting ceremony where she like, doesn't know the words. And I have, it's 2.1 million views. Wait, wait, you did it. You did a TikTok with 2.1 million views. I like posted a performance of somebody of like Patty LaBelle that, and it got 2.1 million views. <laughs> you should rebrand to just a Patty LaBelle account. <laughs> Patty LaBelle oh my God. I would love it if I could try one of her pies. Remember, she like came oh, out with- whoa, 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 holy shit, holy shit. Oh, John Bon Jovi dead at 60. <gasps> Are you serious? No, but that's a TikTok trend that's going on right now. Oh, And oh my you God. just fell right, that's the TikTok trend. There oh is a TikTok God. trend going, I know, no, I'm totally, but you just fell for it, Annabelle. This was a TikTok right here. Is that this is a TikTok trend, you guys. It's horrible. If you're on TikTok at all, and now stars are speaking out against it, where you'll go to your parents or your friends and you'll be like, oh my God, Tucker Carlson, da 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 da, da or this and that. The, and their parents will be like, what? What? And they, they'll freak their parents out. But it's one of the meanest TikTok trends I've ever seen because some of these parents lose their shit. They're like, Oprah Winfrey dead. And like this one lady was like crying. And I don't know why people are doing this because even to me, I mean, I'm kind of a snarky, mean guy at times on this show. And even to me, I was like, this is mean as hell. Hell. And by the way, I just got like a, you. You are not a mean guy, Ryan. Yes, I am. 
you are you are like abc family mean no and i mean that like you are not go to your room you trollop uh, yeah, like I'm just like, oh gosh darn it. I am what the frick. I'm totally like, no, mean. You are you are not a, well, I guess it's like compared to me. I guess I'm just like you're so no, but you are not like a how mean. many crosses my dad has. Oh my oh no. Oh Ryan. Oh no. I had no oh, idea your house was so Jesus-y. Yeah. Um so it's this like TikTok you're trend. like living a hobby lobby. <laughs> it's kind this TikTok trend is really like uh, you've got to go on TikTok. like I've, I've watched so much tiktok over the last week unfortunately and this trend i just don't get and now stars are coming out and going what the hell this is really me <laughs> well I think, it's, it's like, I think tiktok is like it's a lot of like terrorizing like <laughs> family it's like or like when they terrorize their kids of like i stole all your halloween candy or like this has gone santa isn't coming and they they like get to profit off of like their kids freaking out and then it's Dude, like, it's a magical, little, like these, i'm just putting it down i'm like i'm just kidding i used you to get 10 likes these li- oh my god there's this one that got millions where it's like there's this like elf there's this creepy elf on a shelf thing that's got invented since i grew up where this elf gets put out every night you parents have to do this and you have to put oh, the yeah, elf in a the elf, like, the the elf, elf is always watching yeah yeah the elf is always watching <laughs> sits in the corner and like, there was like this screaming video of these they couldn't have been more than 5 years old these girls are screaming bloody murdy and the mom's like running down like what 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 but she's running down with her phone recording and the the kid uh-huh. has the elf on the shelf on the hand and you're not supposed to touch her and it's like he fell they, they think they killed the elf on the shelf and these girls are like bawling and crying but at the same time the mom's filming it like the mom is like filming this reaction and i think that's such so interesting that we do terrorize our children and our parents now and we want it on video i do it too i mean i do it with my parents all the time oh i thought it was way more innocent than what i thought was going to happen to i thought they were going to come in and that the elf on the shelf would be like boiling a pot of water like the bunny and fatal attraction oh it just fell off the i feel like the mom could have done way better you know what i would have watched an elf on the shelf boiling in water so that <laughs> should be Hey, if you guys next year, if you don't have kids, do this to your do this to your loved ones. Get an elf on the shelf for your boyfriend or girlfriend, and just have it like show up in weird places that your boyfriend or girlfriend is. Like, have it in the toilet, or have it like it's up, like, like looking it. like an up, like the elf on the shelf got an upskirt shot of me last night. Like, <laughs> put it your, put it at your loved one's office, you know, just like places that places that it shouldn't be, you know, like I, oh my yeah, god, everyone feel like Aaron Andrews and just like tape your elf on the shelf like to like a peephole. <laughs> or the elf on shelf is like mark Wahlberg in fear he's looking out the window and the elf is like uh, uh, uh. like it's like supposed to be like cute and it's like a little thing but it's like when it's like a bigger size doll like annabelle the doll they're like ah like it's just it's i don't know it's like we're very like um and it says see this is like sizeism that we're you know spewing in hollywood it's like if it's small and thin it's an elf it's cute but it's like you know, if it's a bigger wait, wait, doll, wait. it's a problem. Okay. Speaking of kids and parents, though, I do want to ask what your definition is. And I don't know if you've heard of all about this. this. This exploded over the last week because of an article in Vulture magazine. What What is a Nepo baby? A Nepo baby to me is somebody who has already has like an in or already has like way more opportunities. Like as, as soon as it comes out, like 
the birth canal, they already have like more connections than most people who have been like in Hollywood for years or like trying, like once they're like, once they've ruined their mom's vagina or like their surrogate's vagina, whoever it is, like they are like already have like at least like five guaranteed auditions, no matter yeah. what. Like they yeah. are so she's, first in line to be a Gerber baby above everyone else. Annabelle like, is completely right. Vulture magazine uh, put out this big article with many like sub articles and all of this stuff about Nepo babies. And this is just kind of pointing out that most people in Hollywood that, you know, you know, this is not even six degrees of Kevin Bacon anymore. This is literally one degree is usually somebody in the industry. And that's how potentially they got their leg up. Now, I do want to say this. I'm not a Nepo baby, but I will say the things that I've had happen to me, like even on TV, I've like they didn't give me the part, but I got an audition for how I met your mother because I knew the casting director. I knew that, you know, it's all relationships. I I was on, like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, even if you're not born from like the things that happen in life. Are oh, I thought you were going to say, because like Bill, you know, because like Bill and Becky had no, like. Dude, I had no, dude, I had no, I had no, the like, one connection, the one connection I had in Hollywood was that my dad's brother, who's uh, passed away, rest in peace, Uncle Dale. He was a lawyer and he supposedly knew somebody that worked on law and order and he asked me uh -huh. for my headshot when I first moved to LA and I gave it to him. And guess what? Nothing ever happened. Like, like it was Dick like Wolf never called you. No, no, I don't even know it was Dick Wolf, but it was like, it was like, oh, okay. And then I just never heard any, like I didn't hear like heads or tails from it. It was just, it was like that was the one connection I had, and it did not mean anything. But this Nepo Baby article, which I strongly urge everybody to read because it's just funny. But what's funnier is the stars' reactions to this. If you want to really get under a Nepo baby's skin, is call them a Nepo <laughs> baby. Because these Nepo babies have gone insane this past week. If you go digging, this U2 uh Bono's daughter, I believe her name's Allie Houston, she's livid. She's like, well, you know what? <laughs> you know what? The the owner of Vulture is a Nepo baby. And the owner of like, and she's like boiling mad. She's like, I'm not even that successful. And then even Jamie Lee Curtis hopped in on it because she, of course, is a Nepo baby as well. And she used to admit it because she's the daughter of uh, Tony Curtis and, and, um, uh, I'm sorry, the, the other beautiful. The, oh, um, oh my God. How do I, uh, not Tippy Hedren, um, who, who is uh um, oh the oh it's i why am i blanking on this is so in by uh okay wait jamie lee go ahead sorry i'm trying to find the name um, jamie lee curtis yeah she even did a post about uh her i'm gonna read the post in a second i'm just trying to find jamie's mom's name but she both parents were famous and that's why she got the movie Halloween because her mom was the actress in Psycho. Um, and she's like, of course, like they're going to want to hire. Oh, Janet Lay, Janet Lay, sorry, Janet Lee or Janet Lee or Lay. She was uh, the woman that got murdered in Psycho. Spoiler alert! And she was a beautiful woman. And then her dad was Tony Curtis, of course. But even like she did an article or an interview year, like decades ago, where she said, "Yeah, of course I had a leg up there." You know, are they going to give the movie Halloween to just a, a girl off the street? Or are they going to give her with somebody that like her mom is known for one of the most famous horror movies of all time? And she didn't have a problem with it then. But all the, by the way, Jamie Lee Curtis having the best year ever. She did the Halloween movie. She came up with the the chic scene in in Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. 
She has the <laughs> she, the chic wind chimes, like to were like chic. Oh, how chic! Um, and she did everything everywhere all at once, which is a fabulous movie. Um, but this is and her she's married to Christopher Guest, who like is hilarious. Like Christopher Guest is one of the funniest dudes. I don't. I think he's very serious in real life, but his work is so funny. He's so um, smart. Yeah, Jamie I, Lee Curtis writes i have i've been a professional actress since i was 19 years old so that makes me an og nepo baby i've never understood nor will i what qualities got me hired that day but since my first two lines on quincy as a contract player at universal studios to this last spectacular creative year some 44 years later there's not a day in my professional life that goes by without my being reminded that i am the daughter of movie stars the current conversation about nepo babies is just designed to try to diminish and denigrate and hurt. For the record, I have navigated 44 <laughs> years. I have navigated 44 years with the advantages my associated and reflected fame brought me. I don't pretend there aren't any that tried to tell me that I have no value on my own. It's curious how we immediately make assumptions and snide remarks that someone related to someone else who is famous in their field for their art would somehow have no talent whatsoever, which is not what the article's saying. <laughs> um, I, I have come to learn that is simply not true. I have suited up and shown up for all different kinds of work with thousands of thousands of people. And every day I've tried to bring integrity and professionalism and love and community and art to my work. I am not alone. There are many of us. There are, there are, there are many of us dedicated to our craft, proud of our lineage, strong, strong in our belief, in our right to exist. She says, so in, in these difficult days of so much rage in the world, can we just try to find that quiet voice that the brilliant movie, everything, everywhere, all at once reminds us as my friend, as my friend Rob Reynolds studio reminds us note to self, be kind, be kind. Wait, be did kind. she get a movie plug in at the end? Was that? Yes, a, she did. Yes, she did. She did. Um, she did. That was, uh, she's acting like she's like fucking Braveheart of like, Nepo, baby, so I'm just like, all of them of like number one doth protest too much dude. of like oh okay. oh like, nepo babies are going to war that, like, dude she's that's a signal to nepo babies everywhere i think they're going to come this is worse than the taylor army nepo sick. babies are nepo if nepo babies start turning against us i mean they really that's a rallying cry i think general jamie lee curtis will head up the nepo baby army but guys like, nobody's is, trying to please. prosecute you nobody's trying to like it's also, they're acting like this article, like they've uncovered like secret information. This article is just like a public 23 yes. me of like, it, none of this is like, none of this is like deep, dark secrets. They're just like, oh, we're just like, if people Guys, have fun on everyone's the, Wikipedia, this is it. Yes. Just, wait, wait, wait. The, the, ar the article does not say that these people don't have talent. Which, by the, by the way, in fact, I think it's one of those things too, is that if you're born from somebody there, like you don't inherit their talent, but you're more likely to be able to access artistic abilities and things like that. It's just a known fact. It's just like, you know, little Northwest uh, rapping over rap beats in the car with Kim Kardashian, you know? Um, but I think this is hysterical because everybody, all the Nepo babies seem to take this as this mean thing when I don't think like it's, it's what you said. It's just, it's just like a fun it's party. Just, it's a parlor. It's a party trick. It's a party game. It's just like, it just gets you like, and like opening of like the door. It's like, just because you're like, and 
you have to be okay with it. And there's like nothing wrong with that. It doesn't mean just because you are a famous person's daughter that you will like, you know, kid that you would automatically be successful. Is Chet Hayes, you know, winning any BET awards? Mm. No, but it's like, it just, you already have like, you already have more attention than like anyone else. Like it gives you like you, an you know, opening. So like to think that would kill, like, Bono's would daughter is like going in and like smashing all his sunglasses. I'm like, like fair of just like jumping on all of them. Like what? Like, I would, I would, I would kill. Why? I will say this. I will say this in all seriousness. I would kill to be a Nepo baby. I would love to have a Lego. I would I love would kill any to have of a those Lego. children to take their- uh, Well, okay, here's the deal. Here's this article is is this article just kind of points out even the fact like Ben Platt, who is in Dear Evan Hansen, his his dad is producer Mark Platt. And is also his dad was the producer on the movie Dear Evan Hansen, which is probably a bad thing because he shouldn't have let his 40-year-old son play. I was gonna say, and that that's movie, why right? it's it was like a version of like it was a real life version of like Steve Buscemi of like, hello, fellow, like, hello there, fellow kids. But, but it's like, like, I've never, like, that's why I've never been a fan of like the Mara sisters. I'm like, your family is, but the um, Kate and Rooney and Rooney Mara. Oh, Mara. oh yeah. Cause the football, uh, they own the, the dad owns the football team. They own two football teams. And not like I think that's unfair to football like owners. The Jacksonville, you know, like not just like Jacksonville Jaguar and like that. Don't they own like the um Steelers and like and like big, like very big teams? Like I I I, I just don't see that like listen, like who cares? I mean, for I mean, like I would be it's so hard in Hollywood anyways. I would love if Judd Apatow was my dad. I would love it. But like the fact, the funniest part of this thing is that these celebrities, like these Nepo babies seem to be really butthurt about it. And that's the funny part about all of this, because I don't think it's saying that none of these people are talented. It's just saying that this oh, is yeah, a common they fact. own the New York Giants. <laughs> I'm trying. Have there, wait, whoa, 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 you, you mentioned Chet Hanks a second ago, and Chet Hanks, of course, is the son of Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson. Which, by the way, did you know this? A couple of weeks ago, I read an article. Chet Hanks did a podcast for the where he talked for the first time about he was sent to one of those wilderness training camps, like uh, Paris Hilton was, and he talked about one that morning. Was? Yeah, Chet was when he was a teenager. He said, one morning I wake up 6.30 a.m. There's a bunch of like dudes in military garb surrounding my bed say, come with us now or we will make you come with us. And like, I was like, what movie was Tom Hanks filming when like they ransacked his house with his son? And I'm like, no, but you think about it and you're like, how dark is that? Like, like Chet Hanks, like you're like Tom Hanks, Mr. Like his like son getting taken out like Paris Hilton to a wilderness training camp. And Colin was, was not with him, I assume. Colin was just like going to like, ooh, they just they just took him. Um, I wanted to get your opinion on this too because you did live in Hollywood, and you and and this is not we're not this isn't a joke actually. So Anna, I'm not making a joke about this, but uh, you've dated comedians in the past, or you've like, and this is not a joke. But do you know this comedian Chris D'Elia? Oh yeah, I I have um. I always said, cause like I used to be like at, I was, I was like at comedy clubs, like a lot, like between like 22 and 25. Like I, cause like all of my friends at the time were like stand up comedians, like not big stand up comedians, but like I, that's the first thing I did when I went to LA, I uh, needed a way to meet girls. 
And so I saw an all-female comedy writing class. And I was just like, that seems like a non- Oh, was that that one lady that always does it? Was What's yeah. her name? So I will not give her any- I know who you're talking about. I know who you're talking about. Um, so it's like, I- so then the people who I met, like, were all like, uh, friends I had, like, were all female comedians who like really wanted to like me. So, um, I spent a lot of time there and Chris D'Elia, like at the time it was like the Whitney show when like, you know, yeah, he was the, he was the male lead on Whitney like Cummings he, failed sitcom Whitney. Like he's very tall. Like he's very tall, which is like, you know, rare for male. You, la- you ladies and these fucking tall guys, man. So it's it's like, wild. He's tall and he kind of looks like a mix of, you know, Ted Bundy and Sam the Eagle from, you know, the Muppets. Um, sure. And so it's like, like he was like attracted, but I will say it's like, and I, I've always said it like that, um, like on my podcast or whatever of like, and it was like a joke between me and my friends of like, he would always look at me, not in like, not in like, I'm like, he would always look at me like, yeah, like he looked at me as if like I had gone to a party at his house and he knew I had stolen something. Like it was not a good look. It was just like a very intense, like Sarah, where one of my friends is like, what the fuck did you do to Chris? And like, and it was just incredibly uncomfortable. I think because like, I never went up to him. Like I never said anything to him, which like, I think he was like waiting for me to where like, he literally, I was in a conversation with somebody and he just like came and stood there, like stood next to us and like started talking to that person. And like, cause like they knew each other, uh, like he hadn't known this girl for a while and just like never said anything to me but just like stood there the whole, it was just like an incredibly like awkward. So then I'm just like, this just like went on longer. Cause I'm like, now I'm for sure not going to say something, but it's just like, he had sex with one of my friends and I wish she was like of age. Uh, so it was like, but he was, she said he was like incredibly like paranoid of like, are you recording this? Are you recording this? Like, are you recording? Like, of like, are you like, he was like very paranoid about like being like secretly recorded, like almost like for like revenge porn. Where like my friend, like, like, no, why would I be recording you? Um, just like, like if anything, he was one of the lowest people she's ever slept with. So honestly, it would be embarrassing for her at that point. But it's like, I, I did not have any like, like positive experience, but I had no idea he was like, so what he yeah, was. Well- well, that actually leads us into, so there is this a YouTube, it's an hour long documentary that got dropped uh, six days ago called the Chris D'Elia problem. And I think this is worth you guys checking out. Like it's, it's an interesting uh, bunch of interviews and firsthand accounts from some of his uh, victims. And it, you know, he also got caught with this and, you know, quote unquote canceled, but he's not because he's selling out comedy venues again and all of this stuff, but and he has a wife. Nepo baby. No, he is. Actually, he is a Nepo baby. He has a wife and a kid. But this also documentary gives proof that he's still kind of doing the same behavior. And this was also I mean, this was like the the, I also have people that I know that uh, he uh, messed around with in, in the exact way they talk about in this documentary. And they did. He did the one thing of. Did you just take a picture of me? Delete it. Did you just take a picture of me? Delete it. Delete it. No, I saw you do it. Delete it. Like he was that. And he would always, and it was like right before his stand-up show, he'd get these girls wasted. Like he was like obsessive. And it, it's, you know, I'd heard this story before I knew any of these other stories. This is, I heard this story years ago. 
And then you hear all of these other stories and you're like, holy shit, it really was a pattern with this dude. And the thing is, he lied and said he was doing the work. He's in therapy. He's not doing this stuff anymore. But obviously, it seems to be that that doesn't seem to be the case. But as always, like I tell everybody, watch for yourself. I'm going to do an episode probably just on this uh, later next week with Sophie um, because she had a lot of strong opinions on this as well. Um, his dad was like, when we say like Nepo baby, his dad was big producer in Hollywood and yeah. his dad directed a lot of 90210 episodes. Oh, now don't ruin something that I hold dear to my heart that I didn't know that he <laughs> yeah. did. I got it. No, well, but Annabelle, you can speak to this a little bit because I think people don't realize what it's like to be a young woman in Hollywood when like guys really aren't, by the way, guys aren't on their best behavior at all times anywhere in the United States of America, it seems like. But in Hollywood especially, there is this kind of pattern of behavior of guys really targeting women in a certain way. And I think it's especially scary now because when you add Snapchat onto it, Instagram, Twitter, all of these social media things where it it, it gets even scarier for me. Um, Do you have any thoughts on this? And I know like, listen, I know I'm not because I know I know you were very particular about who you dated and all of this stuff, but you saw a lot of behavior around you because you did hang out with uh, a lot of people that are that are pseudo well known. It's um, ridiculous of what they think they can get away of just even the lowest brow. I will very brief, like I will do like the clips notes version of I like I never like went out to clubs ever. Like I was like even just it wasn't like, your thing. I was just like semi lame. I'm like, I don't even like, like not even like a Sam's club. Like I was not a club person. Like I just was just like, Oh, he's incredibly like awkward. Um, but I went out with one of my girlfriends to this club, uh, like, Colony, which, like, as you know, has changed like names like a bunch of different. Yeah, times. yeah, that's the um, thing in LA, you guys. It, it'll be the same clubs, but they'll change names every like four years. It's like Jet into oh, like it's like yeah, you know, it was like all the dumb club names, like Brett Boldhouse's clubs, and all of this is so dumb. So like we went there, and everyone is like, everyone is like very tiny, and like everyone's like Courtney size, and I'm like Chloe size compared to everyone else, like when heels. And so the only person who's like my like height to like make eye contact with is like this really big bouncer. Like, so he like came over and he's like, and he's like, Hey, you want to go up to the table? You want to go up to the table? And like, this was like, it was like almost closing time. And so like, there was like a table with like velvet ropes around it. And he's like, he's like, yeah, the, the, he wants to invite you and your friend over. And so who it was, was who I know as, um, yeah, like Adam Chandler Jr. on All My Children, also known as Jesse McCartney, who came out with Beautiful Soul. Um, who had very bad skin problems as well, if uh, his acne. If it, um, yeah, who like, I thought as like a proactive, you know, survivor that we would you know, have something, you know, that wait, what, what happened? Wait, what happened to proactive real quick? I know we're jumping up, but like, did proactive just get legally shut down? Because remember, we'd see those commercials all night, every night. Yeah, like and every at celebrity like 12 a.m. It was like the proactive, yeah, like, like guys, I put a full sheet of acid on my face tonight. I'm Kendall Jenner. <laughs> okay, sorry. So um, you got cold, pulled over by Jesse so, McCartney to this uh, section at a club. What well, um, so he like brought the bodyguard brought us over, and there was like a bunch of girls like on this like little like elevated like platform. Um, it's like a little elevated step with uh velvet ropes around it, 
And Jesse's sitting there fucking like holding court. Like he's like Hugh Hefner, like first season of Girls Next Door. He's sitting there and the bodyguard goes, hey, Jesse, what do you think? Like gestures to me. And Jesse McCartney, I realized that this is like an audio version, but he literally just went, he looked at me and Ryan, he went like, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, he goes, he goes, slim pickings tonight. Hey, Bowser. yeah, he just like he literally looked at me like, uh, uh, I guess, like literally, like if somebody's like, we don't have Coke or Diet Coke, and we're out of Pepsi and Diet Pepsi, would you? All we have is like vanilla cherry Diet Pepsi. Is that okay? And you're like, uh, I guess this is the only thing that in tap. He's okay. like, uh, he literally yeah. did not what, like I, he was like, uh. And I was like, at the time, I was like, I don't want to And so, like, it was like closing time, and they're like, and the bodyguard's like, oh, we're having, like, we're having an after party. Like, we're having an after party at Jesse's house. So you got, you know, if you come, you know, you have to know what's involved. And I was like, he's like, hey, uh, you have a vagina, right? Like, and he, I was just like, oh, like, what's involved? He's like, well, you know, when you party with Jesse McCartney, you know, you don't say no, you have to be up for it. Oh, like, and I'm like, and he's just like, you know, you need to be up for everything. You know, if you're partying with Jesse McCartney, you know, you need to be in. And I was like, oh, I, I am very much out. Uh, yeah, I I'm, 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 sir, I'm out. I'm, I'm out. Jesse McCartney, number one, barely wanted to have me. I was like a chair, like a pity, like, mm. Uh, okay. Could you imagine? Yeah. Could you imagine hooking up with Jesse McCartney and he's kind of like, uh, yeah, you know, he's like, oh, I guess I got to. Oh man! Like it was just like the most like not even like lax days goal, but like negative like I guess. And I was like, like no, I was like I don't. He's like you just have to be up for anything, and I'm like oh, if Jesse McCartney thinks he's like like Jesse McCartney thinks he can have that type of power, you're not even Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm not even seen a dino like a dinosaur like T Rex skull fossil. Dude, there was okay. I mean this, Nothing. but this is like okay. So I like. I used to be in like this acting class. I mean, this is now, God, God, this is like 12, 13 years ago, but I was like, they were well-known actors in this class. And I remember this one guy, this one really like a decently known actor, his like cell phone. And this was like before, like, this was like one of the first iPhones or whatever. Like it was like, I was sitting next to him and his phone kept like not dinging. Cause we couldn't have sound in, but like he kept looking over and I would look over his shoulder and like, it was literally three different girls sending them pictures of their vaginas. And I was like, Hey, and he goes, eh. and I'm like, is that your, is that, yeah. it's like, is that your girlfriend? He's like, nah, this girl wants me to come over. <laughs> and I'm just like, I go, you see my photos. It's like friends are sending me photos of Batman. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, and there, by the way, and he goes, yeah. Like, and by the way, he showed me his text. He wasn't even asking for them. Girls are just randomly sending them like, getting random vagina shots. And like, and we're not even, it's like seven at night. This is 7 PM at night. And I'm like, like how people I mean, send you memes. I mean, they're just sending him like pictures. Exactly. Like, I can't even, and I'm like, and by the way, this, this, but by the way, this guy, this was an extremely good looking man. Like, you know, but it was like, but in my head, I was like, that's how I pictured his life being already. I just pictured him just like, it almost seemed like he was like bothered by it. I'm like, oh God, another one. Oh, like, another uh, one. It's like, uh, you know, when those like companies, when you sign up for like 15% off and they just ask for your email and you're like, yeah. oh, email, okay, whatever. Yeah. The guy's and like, the guy's like, like opt out. And then they ask, 
they ask for your like phone number and then that's how you really get it. And then you're, you know, and it's just like hot, like, I don't know, hot topic. I bought one Hocus Pocus shirt. Stop. Like when I think I'm like really blending up, I'm like, oh, like somebody's really texting me. I'm like, oh no, it's still hot topic. And I have to write back, stop. And they just like, well, not stop. Yeah, they um, are very persistent. Yeah. It, it's so, uh, it's weird. Uh, it, it, it's weird, the behavior, I think. I don't know. So it'll be interesting. I, I want to talk more about this at a later point, you guys, but I wanted to make you aware of it so you had time to watch it before we talked yeah. about it. Um, I need uh, to make you aware. It's like you too also could take a picture in Jeremy Pippen's kitchen. <laughs> Somebody was like, why are you Ryan? I was like, they're like, Ryan didn't post the pic of you in front of Jeremy Pippen's <laughs> microwave. <laughs> Um, okay. So as we start winding down here, you guys, this has gone way too quick. Um, but I did want to talk about a holiday story that kind of made, I mean, it kind of, I mean, it's nice, I guess, but it kind of made me sort of jealous. Cause I was like, what the fuck is going on? I always get fixated on this of prison meals during the holidays in, in, in the slammer. <laughs> and I, well, because they, I, the TMZ does these articles every year. And it was like R. Kelly, the Duggars, Ghislaine Maxwell locked up for the holidays, but still eating good, TMZ reports. And they did the worst Photoshop of all of these people. <laughs> and I wanted to I wanted to walk you through what some of these people got for their holiday meal. Um, here's what the celebs chowed down on December 25th. Now, Joe Exotic from the Tiger King um, uh, Netflix documentary that we all watched during COVID, he's at the FMC Fort Worth, and he got baked Cornish hen, tofu fried rice, bread pudding, heart healthy carrots. I love that they specify heart health. Okay, good. Heart healthy. I was worried. Um, chicken gravy, bread and butter, fruit, and holiday pies. So that's pretty good. Wow, they have a more elaborate menu than most of us had for Christmas, yes. and we yeah. are not under like. I've been talking about this more and more because of the Jen Shaw stuff. I did a whole episode on Jen Shaw's prison thing today, and I talked to somebody that was in prison a couple uh, weeks ago on the show, and like I gotta tell you, like the more the it's like all pointing towards like go to prison, Ryan. Like there's Honestly, like good it's just shit. Like, if it weren't for like if it weren't for the not having pets part, like. And most people disliking me, um, I would been like, yeah, you know, it's like, at least, listen, you have a hot and cot and you have access to like dental and medical. Like my primary care doctor has been the CVS Minute Clinic uh, oh, yeah. since I left my pediatrician. My sister, Honestly, my it seems like a better system. <laughs> My sister's a nurse and she like, she was telling me about like, oh yeah, like, you know, they'll bring in prisoners sometimes and they have to like first procedures and stuff. And I'm like, wait, who pays for the procedures? Like prisoners get to like, I like, like they have insurance in there. Like what I, how do they get the, anyways? Yeah, okay. I'm like, oh my God, I get to like a rapist has better dental than me. Unfair. Okay. Josh Duggar, uh, that Duggar kid who did all the horrible shit. He got herbed Cornish hen. By the way, the prison loves hens. Herbed Cornish, Cornish hen, hen. Gla glazed ham, veggie stuffed peppers, veggie lasagna, broccoli cheese and rice casserole, mashed potatoes, chicken gravy, corn on the cob, cranberry sauce, rolls, and holiday pies. What? Are you sure like, the Cornish hen isn't just like a fried pigeon? Like I'm that. Sure, I wait, listen, like, uh -huh. I'm sure it's not, I'm sure it's, I'm sure none of these are like, like I'm sure it's like seagull or whatever, but, but, but Annabelle, for me, it's always uh quantity over quality for me. It's like, this sounds like a lot. I like it. 
This sounds like a big menu. I like it. I just cannot believe the variety. No, um, no, this no. Is like Jer- more variety of like than what we have. Like how many dish? How many dish options did you have at your house? Uh, we had four. We you had mash- like heavens Ma- compared to had- the prison system. We ain't living high on the hog. I was going to say, you look like the orphans in Oliver. I'm like, please, sir, I want some more. Please, sir, may I have an uh, <laughs> please, uh, an ounce more of candied yam, sir? I want some health, hearty carrots. Now, Jerry Harris from the uh, the Netflix uh, docuseries that. Cheer. Did you ever watch the reality show Cheer on Netflix about the cheerleaders? No. He was the male cheerleader. It was horrible. But he gets, they got glazed Cornish into beef sirloin steak, broccoli quiche, Baked candied yams, cornbread stuffing, collard greens, chicken gravy, cranberry sauce, rolls, fruit, and pies. Honestly, I write into Ryan if you had a better, more variety, yeah. like better well, variety than any of these people, because I doubt it. R. Kelly in the MCC Chicago got. Can I guess what he cor- had? Yeah, yeah. Poutine. Yeah, yeah. He had a little pee pee, a little. <laughs> Baked Cornish hen, green beans, cornbread dressing, eggplant parmesan, mac and cheese, and sweet potato casserole. Wow. Now, Ghislaine Maxwell from Jeffrey Epstein fame. Had a she, gets, she gets Cornish hens, stuffed green peppers. Okay, that's gr- green peppers are not the good peppers. That's dime a dozen. Garlic mac and cheese, Brussels sprouts. <laughs> Brussels sprouts, sweet potatoes, rolls, cranberry sauce, red velvet cheesecake, and fruit. <laughs> God, and- if only like if uh, my dream pal, if only I could, if only I could eat like a sex trafficker, whoo, I'd be high on the high. <laughs> I'd be in living a, in my a, best life. In addition to this grub, the facilities are giving out holiday-themed bags to inmates filled with s- more snacks puzzles and even some games so they potentially what? made out better from santa and then we did fucking foster kids just make a fake shiv you know out of you know aluminum foil and if they give you pencils enough and like do it three times go to j- this honestly wow oh my god they get like basic little stockings they got puzzles prison Damn. is so nice that the kardashians are going to do their annual christmas party there next year like this oh. is and they say, and then TMZ goes on to say, not saying these celebs deserve activities, but billiards tournaments, chess, bands, and bingo are just some of the things going down for the holidays. And then Fetty Wap, who's a rapper, his facility is even hosting a talent show on Christmas. And then they go, but that sounds like an unfair advantage for the rapper because he'll like um. What if Fetty Wap doesn't win his prison talent show? <laughs> and then he get, then he gets longer for murder. Yeah, he's like, he's like, oh. Yeah, by the way, the winner of the talent show goes free. So <laughs> it's a really big, no. What is Fetty Wap in there for again? Uh, let's see. I don't know, actually. Is it like text debate? What is oh, Fetty I think Wap it, I, I, uh, I don't know, Annabelle. He had a really big hit song. Um, Fetty Wap is in prison. Oh, Trap Queen. Uh, weeks number two on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 charts. Um, okay, he he's in. Okay, he has one count of conspiracy to distribute and possess controlled substances. Oh, that's nothing. That's unfair. Yeah, drug charges are weird. It's a drug charges. Drug charges I think those, are not like those are not okay. Those I think those are. I think that kind of stuff is changing. I think that kind of stuff is actually changing in America. That's so fucked up. And by the way, this is a messed up joke because the prison system is wildly, wildly unfair and does need you know to be revamped. I 
don't understand. It's like, I, so he's like, you can't do that. That's like cruelty. And I'm like, whatever. Okay. Like, this is okay. Um, but like, I don't understand like why, cause like the prison obviously is like so fucking messed up. I mean, if, if, if we've listened to Kim, we know what, you know, we know what's happening, but like, literally I'm like, I don't understand like why you just can't like volunteer as like a cosmetics tester of like, instead of doing like animal testing of like, why don't you test out like on a real person? Then like, yeah, if I can get like a year off, knocked off my sentence and I'm like a male and you like, just like put different mascaras on me to see like what gives me pink eye or blow up. Like, why would you do that? Like, why are you still doing animal testing? Like test it on like a real person. Test like, it on like, Annabelle, dude. But just like, uh, please send me free products. Um, um but like, <laughs> But I don't understand. I'm like that. Or like I, or what I also think it's like, I think anyone who is like a sex offender or right, or like animal, like cruelty person, I think we should be able to do like to them, like what they've done to people like repeatedly. Like, I think like women, like, I think they should put a bag over the person's head so they can't, so he can't identify anyone. But I think like women's self-defense classes should be able to use him like as like a dummy, like have him tie. Like, I think like get them try them on like a real person and like once again like he'll have a mask on so he can't like you know attack any of these women later but like i think yeah like why he gets cornish hen and like we i don't get to attack him that doesn't seem no and and you know what i will say this the other night well so christmas was down at my sister's place and she had like we had really a beautiful like um uh some kind of uh, like a, a roast i think and mashed potatoes and mushrooms and carrots and it was a great meal and then on christmas eve my heart mom does or just regular carrots? yeah heart, not heart healthy heart very heart bad and but for christmas <laughs> eve we always we do finger food so we got we got sushi from fr- fries the grocery store and my mom Ooh, well, i well, never my, heard my of nephew, christmas sushi my this this was the first year we've ever done it. First year we've ever done it, and it was it grocery stores. It, it was good. Well, my nephew Connor, lo- my this Connor, he weigh I weigh so much more than him. This guy can, this guy can take down like twenty four sushi rolls. Like this guy, this kid is 13, four, 13 or fourteen years old. He's taken down like sushi roll after sushi roll. I, I was he's like one of those like guys in like a hot dog eating contest of like he can take down oh it was like people. it was like kobayashi he was like he was like he was like that people? yeah are you kidding but it well i had to be like you Who know i was like juliana rancic who's like oh that's a lot of food. i was start i was starting to i was start i was starting to feel threatened and i was like it's gonna be enough sushi for everybody i was like giving them dirty looks and uh <laughs> No, but it was like, it was just funny when I'm like, it is, I was like, wait a sec, I'm supposed to be the overeater in the family. And now this kid's coming in and he's out drinking me on the soda. And this guy's drinking full calorie soda. He, I got like, I got him a mini fridge. I got him a mini fridge. I got him a mini fridge for his room to put soda in. And then, but then I watched him the other day. I watched him pound a two liter of Pepsi, like full calorie Pepsi. And he just kept pounding it. And then he had to complain to his mom because he gave himself a headache from drinking that much sugar. And my mom was like, this, my, my sister was like, this is what I told you. This is what I warned you about. So then I was like, I was going to get him more soda for his mini fridge that I got him, but I just got him Pepsi. And then I got him that liquid death water, the fancy spring water from the Alps. It's called liquid death. Have you ever heard of it? What? No, I thought you were talking. I thought it was like, you were making a joke about like black water from uh, the Manzos. Like, oh, the BLK like water. water. Yeah, yeah. Like what is, it's, it's, no, called it's called, li- it's, called liquid death. it's because it's death to plastic cans. It's in a can. It's in like a soda can. It's like a tall boy 
It, go look it up. Liquid death. It's really, it's really fancy, fancy water from the. So it's death to bottled water. Yeah. So it's in a can. So it's like more uh, for the environment. So it's like not like so. It's but why would it be in a can? That like wouldn't they be in like one of those like bo- you know like the the water and um in boxes that like look like milk boxes. But even though I know that there's, it still reminds me of like it just feels like it would taste like milk. Even though I know that there's just water in it, but that that boxed water. Like, isn't that well, supposed to be like better? For, but it just reminds yeah. me of you water. want it. Oh, I mean, you, you, I saw you like want to see Harry drinking it one time. Like, when I went into Swinger's Diner and he was sitting there drinking like um boxed Ooh. water, Drew Carey. Oh, Drew well, you want to uh, see you, you want to see somebody sad, like you want to see a kid's face go sad is have him open water on Christmas. I got him this liquid death water and I had to explain that it was water and like you could just see why, him get why would you bother like wrapping that like why is it like why was that again well, i also wait annabelle i also got him a mini fridge it was to put in a mini fridge it was also to be healthy so he doesn't drink so much soda like his his uncle like me how old is he 14 okay i still yeah. am, i'm still in i'm still curious why you think 24 sushi rolls is a lot okay anyways well that is the pop culture roundup I said, like, you guys <laughs> Wow. Uh, I, I'm going to we're, I'm going to go pick up fried chicken for my mom from Winco in Gilbert. Um, wish her, put her in your thoughts this week. Uh, we're starting. Wow, a big... I, I looked up liquid death. This looks like it's drank by like sons of anarchy. This is exactly. not what I thought liquid death. It's hardcore, like. it's hardcore water. It literally, it's a black can with like, and it's written in like that old, like English writing, like that yes, old, you know, I'm like, telling, it's cool. and it's liquid death with like a skull that's melt. Literally. Exactly. Like, this, this is the way to get kids to drink water. This is hard. Oh, it's sparkling water. Thank you. It's so it's, it's, oh, it's, so this is like a hardcore, like LaCroix. Yes. It's going to make water cool again. So why didn't you, so is like LaCroix is like that for old people? Is that like the AOL of, is that listen, the listen, of, you're of too like, old, you're too old to even understand this conversation. You're too old. You're too out of touch. Liquid They're death like, is where it's LaCroix at. Take your LaCroix back to my space. And then like, take your LaCroix back to Friendster and call it a day. <laughs> um, Annabelle, uh, Adderall and Compliments is your podcast. You guys go subscribe. Uh, what is coming up on Adderall and Compliments this week? Um, or what can we look forward to in the new year? You just have to subscribe, you guys, and rate it five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. But is there anything coming up to be aware of? Um, hopefully, I can guilt Ryan into doing an episode. Gotta go. Gotta go. Gotta go. <laughs> Voices raw. Voices raw, raw. Because um, we keep like, saying we're going to split up the episodes, and then like I don't want to like torture all of the values, like with all of it, you know, like I want no, to- No, 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 we'll, we'll do the next one. Like- we'll we'll do the next movie one on yours. Uh, but I do got to go because this is my last- but Thank day you of- for um, letting me do this, baddies. I appreciate you sending like not a lot of hate mail about me being on or at least not tagging me in it, which is like still just as good to me. So thank you for being- Guys, and stop <laughs> tagging me in the hate mail. It's not, it's <laughs> so not- I love I you, Ryan. I love you. Love you, you Annabelle. Um, okay. And you guys, uh, really keep my mom in your thoughts this week and we will, uh, we'll talk to you on Wednesday. Uh, what is, yeah, Wednesday. Okay. Bye guys. Five, four. Betches.